Recording now, Chazorah of Shabbos Tafnun, taking up the last few lines, Memtes on the base. The two dots there, Begizit Temer Ve'imitaltinim. We said in the Mishnah that a person can do Hatmana with uh, shillings of wool, but the shillings of wool are muksa Ve'imitaltinim, they cannot be moved. Omar Rabba, said Rabba, Le'shonu Ere Shalitoman Bohen. Rabba, as far as he's concerned, this, this is only when he has not done Hatmana with them, Ordinary shillings of wool are muksa. I will toman but if a person did, did hatmana with them, it's to the on avada. He is allowed to move them. So isme hahumi rabbanon ba yome the So that young rabbi who was making his debut in the base hamedush that day, he asked rabba. But we learned in the mishnah tovinu begizeit temer. One can do hatmana with shillings of wool. The aim is to the nesan, and one cannot move them. Kate do I So what should he do? Top of Nun Omadalov. Note Kisui. He should take the cover off, the cover of the, the lid of the Kli. The hate no place and the shillings of wool will fall automatically, in other words, tiltum and atzat. What you see is, even when you've done atzmonov with the shillings of wool, they're still muksa, because otherwise, why do you have to, uh, get rid of the shillings of the wool? How do you have to, why, why can't you just take the shillings of the wool off my hand? And the Iyitma, rather, if something was said, Hoch this is what was said. Omar Rav, Tosfos talks about the, the Girsay, it doesn't fit so nicely because it sounds like he's asking Rav, so it should be rather Rav correcting himself, it sounds like the Gomorrah's making the correction. But Ere'i this is what was said, Omar Rav, Lo'shonu Ere Shala Yichadon Lehatmono. That was only if he was not miyachid them for He didn't set them aside for he improvised. Avon Yichadon Lehatmono, but if, as Rashi says, he was miyachid them forever for and that's the way the, the, uh, that's the way the Mogin Abraham passing is. It's got to be a Yichud La'olam. Yichud La'olam. Does it have to be repair or B'machshobah? The Mishnah Burra says Machshobah is enough. You don't need to be Miyachim repair, unlike the Prima Godin. But, uh, Yichud La'olam, if he was Miyachim then forever, Fatman, Vitalsin, and Nesan, then they lose their previous status of Muksa, and they are now no longer Muksa. You can move them. Itman Ami, it's also been said, Kiyosu Rabbim, when Rabbim came along, Amar Rabbi Yaakov, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Ben Shol, Amar Rabbi. Lushonu Elashalayichadon Hatzmona. That's only if he was Miyachinim Fatzmona. But Yichadon Hatzmona, but he was Miyachinim forever Fatzmona, Metaltin and Nisan, and they are no longer Muksa. Rabbina Omer, Rabbina gives a different answer. He says, no, really, you can stick with the previous, the first statement of Rabbim. The Bishel Hefsek Shonu. When our Mishnah says that even if you're using the Fatzmona, they're still Muksa, that's talking about where you've got a whole pile of, of shillings of wool, they've been set aside for, 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 uh, for business purposes and all of us to sell. And, and uh, So therefore, in such a case, just because a, per- a person uses them for that doesn't, doesn't mean they automatically lose their status of muksa. There, and a khanami, you'd have to be miyakidim for it, you'd have to be miyakidim. But what Rama was talking about is, when you start, you've got some shillings of wool, not, not he- what we're calling hefsegit, so those, once you use them, just for Atmana, even as a once-off, automatically, they are not Muksa. And that, he says, that's the Peshat in Rabbah's statement. Now, we had a Gemara earlier, we had a Gemara earlier, um, in fact, before we do that, let's, let's just finish off. Tani Nami Hochi, so it's been taught in a Brisa. Gizei Temer, Shal Hefzik, if you've got these shillings of wool of this Hefzik, Eim Metalton in Islam, you can't move them. But if the Balabais who's masaking them to, in order to be able to use them, 
metalton and resolve, then you can move them. So in other words, when they are shalhefsik, they're more valuable, then anachanam, you have to be misakin them, you have to be yachin them, anachanam. But if you're talking about just normal stam shenings of more, which Robert was talking about, they're just the, the simple fact that you use them for tomorrow, that's, that suffices. Now we had a Gemara earlier on Memches, where Abayi said, if a person takes moichin, right, these bits of soft material, and he does hatzmona with them, these remain moksa. And Tosus uh, over there says, the fact that the Gemara over there, when it's looking to bring support to Abayi, it attempts to bring a support, and it, why didn't it attempt to bring a support from our Mishnah here? Because it's Emma Mishnah. I.e., that even though you've done, even though you've used the Gizei Tzema, Fatsmono, still it's clear from the Mishnah that they are Muksa, backs up Abaye. That even, you, even though you've used the Moichin, Fatsmono, they still remain Muksa. The Gemara didn't even attempt to bring a ride from there. So Tosh was learned from there that it must be that Gizei Tzema are more Choshuv than Moichin. And therefore you can't bring, you wouldn't have been able to bring a raya from Gizei Tzema to Mochin. Could be Gizei Tzema remain Moksa and Mochin no, it's just, it, it, it's not a raya. Furthermore, Tosus then asks that Lechora, Abaye and Robo don't seem to go hand in hand. Because over here we've got Robo saying that when you do Hatzmona with the, when you do Hatzmona with the, with the sharings of wool, when you do Hatzmona with the sharings of wool, Unless they're hefsek or, you know, these very valuable ones, uh, normal showings of wool, they, they lose their status on moksa. Whereas Abaye says with the moichin, which are less hostile, we're saying, even those remain moksa. And as the Maram explains, uh, yes, obviously we find a lot of places where Abaye and Robert disagree, but the fact that the Gemara didn't make an itma out of it, there's something a little strange there. So Tosmus gives various through him over there, take a look over there. But the Rosh over here, when asking this Kasha, um, comes along and says there's no steer. Why? Because over there it's talking about moichin, and moichin are more valuable, the opposite of Tosfus. The Rosh says moichin are more valuable, and that's why they remain moksa. That's what Abayi was talking about. Whereas Robo over here is talking about Gizei Temer, and Gizei Temer are less choshul, and therefore once you do that tomorrow with them, says Robo, and Abayi would agree, they lose their status on moksa, the complete opposite of Tosfus. And that's the way we paskin, if you take a look in Shulchan Aruch, we paskin like the answer of Ravina, as the Rashba says, because Ravina is Basrahu. Dainu, when it comes to Moichin, when it comes to Moichin, which are more valuable, you will always need to be Miachidem. Whereas when it comes to Gizei Temer, simply by doing Hatzmola with them, that's sufficient, unless they are Shalhefsuk, in which case then you have to be Miachidem Lo'ilam. The basis, that's, and that's the halacha. Just to sort of uh, uh, round off this topic, the basis says, you'll find that in the riff, it only brings the first answer of Robert. It doesn't bring, in other words, the answer of Robert doesn't bring Ravina. It's mashma, that the riff passes is like the first answer of Robert, i.e., that it makes no difference whether it's Shalhefsuk or it's not Shalhefsuk. If you're Miyachidem, if you're Miyachidem forever, then not Moksa. If you're not Miyachidem, even if you use them for mono. Robo, we don't go like the original statement of Robo, and therefore they will remain Moksa. In which case, you don't actually have any steer between Abaye and Robo, right, as we'll, we'll, as we'll explain soon. But the Rambam also is before like that. The Rambam makes no chilek whatsoever between Mochen and Gizeh Temer, whether it's, um, 
Yeah, whether it's Stam or it's or it's uh, just normal ones or it's those of Hefsuk, it makes no difference whatsoever. In all cases, you have to be Miyakitan. In the Rosh, the Rosh gives another terrace, which Be'emes is the same terrace as Tosfus, one of the terrace that Tosfus gave, gave earlier. And that is, the, you know what? Abaye, when he said the Mochen remain Moksa, he's talking about Mochen of Hefsuk, the very valuable ones. And over here, Rav, as we said, according to the answer Rabbeinu, was talking about normal Gizit Semes, in which case there's one then for both of them. And the Chidush HaRashba, why, why are we mentioning this now? Because the Rashba says, um, the, the Rashba brings from the, the Halachas Kedolis, that's the Halacha. The halachas kedushas passing that's the halacha, i.e. that when it comes to moichin, if you did atzmona with them, normal moichin, you've done atzmona with them, you can move them. And that which Abayi said you can't move them, the muksa that's only when they are shalhefsuk. And the elder rabbi passing like that, he's masking to that shetah. And therefore, whether you're talking about moichin, whether you're talking about gizit semer, there's one din to both. If it's not the schayra, then simply by doing atzmona with them, they are not no longer muksa. And in fact, the Bir Alocha is Medayik, that's also the, also the shit of the Rabbeinu Hananel. Why? Because the Rabbeinu Hananel doesn't actually bring the statement of Abaye earlier. Says the Bir Alocha, why does he not mention the statement of Abaye? He wants to say, because once Rabbeinu has given this answer, yeah, this answer of Rabbeinu is to steer it to the words of Abaye, and therefore the words of Abaye are knocked off, which Be'emes, as it happens, is not quite the same as the Halachas Kedodos. Because our Lachas Kedodis is not saying that Abayi has been Nidcha, we're being Mokim, Abayi is talking about with, with, with those of Hefzuk, which Taka, according to the answer of Rabbeinah, would be Muksa. But Al Koponim, you come out with this Yesod, that whether you're talking about Gizeh Temer, or whether you're talking about Mokim, according to the Lachas Kedodis, according to the Rabbeinah Hananel, whether you are talking about Mokim, whether you're talking about Gizeh Temer, with normal standard ones, not those of Schoira, Doing Hatzmona with them is sufficient to take it out of its status of Muksa. Says the Bi'ah Halacha, it seems you could, you could rely on that Sheta. And therefore, even with the Moichen, which the Shulchan Aruch was, was, was Machne with, even with Moichen, you can be Mekel Bimkoim Adachak, if they're not Peschera, it's enough the fact that you've done Hatzmona with them. There's one last answer, in fact, that the, the Ran mentions. The Ran says that it could be when Rova, which is an interesting answer, that Rova, when he says you can move them, he's talking about on that Shabbos. And when Abayah says you can't move, then they remain muk, so that means for subsequent Shabbosas. Nope. Let's continue on in the Gemara now. Um, just before we move on, in fact, just one, one point is just Pshat in the Gemara, just Pshat, Pshat, to respect the Kasha, he says, how, how does Ravina's answer make any sense? What did Ravina say? Ravina said, our Mishnah, our Mishnah, which, which, uh, our Mishnah, which, which, um, says that the, the Gizeh Temer remain Muksa after you've done Atmona with them, that's talking about Mishal Hefzik. So how can Rava say on that, Loshonu Elo Bishalai, you know, you, that, that was only when he didn't do Atmona with them. I thought you just said, if there's Mishal Hefzik, even if you've done Atmona with them, they remain Muksa. So tell us this type of stuff, what you have to say is Peshat of this. The Mishnah goes like this. The Mishnah when it says, um, that, that you could do Hatzmona B'Gizeh Temer, it means all types of Gizeh Temer, V'Ein Metaltelin Oson, and whether you're talking about Hefzuk or normal ones, all types of Gizeh Temer, they are Muksa, you can't move them. Says Rava, that statement when it says that, that, um, um, 
that a metaltonin I saw, yeah, in the case of, 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 of normal ones, in the case of normal ones, not Shalhatsuk, there, that's only if you haven't done Atzmona with them. But once you've done Atzmona with them, then Elachanami, they won't be Moksa. And then the safer the Mishnah, which says, Kitzadulay, so that's talking about Osam Shalhatsuk. So again, the Mishnah starts off talking about all types of Gizitema, Imitaltan and So Robo, when you say Imitaltan and Nisan, when you're talking about normal Gizitema, that's only before you've done Atzmona. Once you've done Atzmona with them, they will no longer be Moksa. And the safer the Mishnah is Taka only talking about those Shalhatsuk. That's how to learn up the, the, uh, the Maharish of the Mishnah, the feet, the answer of Rabin. Let's continue on into the next case. Tano Rabba Baba Chama Kamidurab. Rabba Baba Chama taught in front of Rav. Charoye shall dekel. Shegodron le'itim. If you've got branches of, of a palm tree, basically they, they, go, they go hard after a year, and a person cut them down in mind that he's going to use them for, let's say, firewood. That was moksa. The Morgan Avram's Medaik, it's mashma that stum eats him are not moksa, whereas, and the Mishnah Burra says, but our wood, in his times, obviously most wood is used for firewood, stum wood, even if you didn't cut it down, the kavono for firewood, we assume it is for firewood, and therefore stum wood would, uh, would be moksa. Um, so, what happens here was, he cut down the, he cut down the, uh, this, uh, these charesh for, for wood, v'nimach alei the yeshiva, and then he decides, you know what, he changes his mind, before Shabbos, he wants to use them to be able to sit on, on Shabbos. So the first opinion holds, Sorich Lekashe. The Tanakama holds, you have to do an act, you tie the pieces of wood together, in other words, to, to do a miser, to make it into, to show that you want to make it into something to sit on. And if you don't do that, then they will remain muksa. What does it mean it's muksa, by the way? The Me'iri says, brought in the Mishnah Bura, that means you can't move them. It doesn't mean you can't sit on them. You wouldn't actually be able to sit on them. And even if by sitting on them, they would move a little bit, it says in the area you can still be mekel. Just, but mokem she'en tzairech, it's roi not, not, to, uh, not to, uh, to sit on them. If you can avoid it, don't sit on them if, they, if they're going to move. But the atom is tilted when that's out. The Morgan Avram also, also wants, is also mekel on it. So, that's the opinion of the Tanakam, you have to be Makasha then. Rabbi Shimon Gamriel, Rabbi Shimon Gamriel, he says, in Tzarek Lekasha. No, you don't need to do a Maisa. Um, what do you need to do? So, who Tony Law, who Amar Law, and the, the Maisa, what he means obviously is it's enough in Machshob, as we're going to see soon. Who Tony Law, who Amar Law, Rabbi Babachani, he taught it, this, uh, this writer, and he, and he explained it. He said, Halacha, Rabbi Shimon Gamriel. The Halacha is Taka like Rabbi Shimon Gamriel. Fine. It's not, it's been said. Rav Omar, Rav, Rav said, Koshe. You have to do a Maisa, as we said. Ushmuel Omar Shmuel said, Koshe, it's enough to have Machshava. Just think before Shabbos, I want to be able to sit on it. The Ravasi Omar, Ravasi said, Yoshe, just sit on them. Sit on them before Shabbos, you don't have to have any Machshava, you don't have to do any Maisa, just sit on them, that's good enough. Before Shabbos, in other words. Ava Bishra Kishev, Ava Bishra Kishev, even though you didn't do any Maisa to join them together, even though you didn't have any Machshava, that's good enough. So says the Gemara, Bishlom Rav who do Amakatanakamo. It's fine, Rav, we know he's going out of the Tanakamo. Why you got to be Makasha? Ushmuel Nami, Shmuel as well, who do Amakarabishim Gamriel, he says like Rabishim Gamriel. Let me explain, why does he say Ushmuel Nami? What's the Nami? Because Rav is saying exactly what the Tanakamo said. Shmuel didn't say exactly what the Tanakamo said, uh, what Rabishim Gamriel said. Rabishim Gamriel said, you don't have to tie them together. He didn't say you have to have Makshobo. Shmuel said you've got to have Makshobo. 
So we say Bishmuel is not a kasha who is he going out because he can say I'm going out Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. That's what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel meant. Mashallah is sufficient. And Rabasi, the Amar Kanan, but who's Rabasi going like? Answers the Gemara, who the Amar Kihaitana? He goes like the following Tana, the Tanya, because we learned in a Brisa. Yotin bepakurin ubetzipa. Pakurin Rashi says is it's it's um it's flax which has been combed and you put it on a maka. You put it on a maka to protect it so it doesn't get so the clothes don't get caught uh, get, get caught on the maka and uh, agitate it. Ubetzipa is the same idea. It's it's um it's wool which has been combed through. Same thing you put it on the maka. There there are other shots in the the Ravina Khanan who learns that the 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 uh, tzipa is like it's um it's like a kippah. Right, it's a wig. That's what we call it, right? A wig, a shaitel that a person puts on if he's if he's bald. But um, so a person can go out with that into the rishus harabim. It's not considered to be refuah because obviously just going with Rashi shouts, it's not refuah because you're just protecting the makkah, and it's uh, it's a malbush. It's, it's not a malbush. So you can go out with that on shabbos, but only when you've done something to show that's what they're that's what they're being used for. Bizman shetzava on. Whether we've got the gifts of Bishemen or we don't, but basically you have to dip them in oil. Because then that shows the purposes for the makkah. The korachan b'meshicha, or you wrap it with a, with a string, because they used to put a string on in order that it doesn't fall off. Loitzavon b'shemen, v'loi korachan b'meshicha, if he hasn't done any maisa, ain't yotzin bohem, he cannot go out with them. Then yotzavon sha'achas, here it comes. And if he did go out with them, even just for sha'achas, again before Shabbos, he didn't do any Maisa. He didn't have any Machshava. Doesn't say Machshava. He just went out with them. Even though he hasn't dipped it, it's mutter to go out with them. That's like Ravasi. The action before Shabbos is sufficient. So how do we pass him? First, first point, how do we pass him? So if you take a look at Tosfos, you'll find in Tosfos, it's a Machloikas. Rabbi Nishim Shemazokin says we pass him like Ravasi. The Rabbi Natam says we pass him like Rav. The Ram brings from the from the Rav Haigon and from Rabbi Yona. They also they also hold that we paskin that we paskin like Ravasi, and that's the way it's paskin the Shulchan Aruch. So therefore, whether a person did a Maisa, let's say the Charei whether he Koshar, whether Koshar, whether he had Machshava, or whether he simply sat on them before Shabbos, that is sufficient. We pass him like Ravasi. Now, there's an important deal here. If you take a look at Rashi, Dibar Master the Afapi Shulechishin. Right, when explaining the shit of Ravasi, we said that Ravasi says, no, you don't have to go Maisa, you don't even have to have Machshava. The Avapi Shulechishiv. Rashi says, the Avapi Shulechishiv alien leishiv lemachar. Even though he didn't have Machshava, he didn't have Machshava to sit on them tomorrow, Ayon Shabbos. It's Mashma, if you want to use Machshava, the Machshava must be that I want to be able to sit on these Charo Yeshal Dekel on Shabbos. Not Machshava that I want to be for before Shabbos. The Machshava must be for Shabbos. And the Emma's the same thing as Mavua in Tosfus as well. Because Tosfus had a kasha. Tosfus asked that why in this b'risa which we're using to, to, as a source for, for the shit of Ravasi, why did it say that, um, that if you want to be able to go out with this, with this uh, thing on your makar, so you've got to do a maisa. And if a person didn't do a maisa, then even though he didn't do a maisa, the fact that he wore it before Shabbos, that's, that he went out with it before Shabbos, that's, that's sufficient. Tell me about much bigger chiddush. Say that you can use machshava. Machshava is a bigger chiddush, right? Machshava is obviously a bigger chiddush than ma'isa. Say that you can do it with machshava. And if you didn't do machshava, then the fact that you wore it and went out with it before Shabbos, that's, that's sufficient. Why didn't it say that? 
So Tosus answers, you know what the answer is? Because we're not talking about that you, that you did a mice in order to be able to go out with it on, Shab- uh, on Shabbos. We're talking about you did a Misa in order to be able to go out with it before Shabbos, and then you changed your mind. Ah, that's different. Because such a Machshava would not work. I.e., Tosus is saying, like we, like we were Medaik and Rashi, that if the Machshava was for before Shabbos, that won't help. It's got to be a Misa. If you had a Misa for before Shabbos, then you decide to use it on Shabbos, that works. So you see, both Rashi and Tosus hold that the Machshava is, has to be a Machshava that I'm going to use it on Shabbos for sitting on or going out with. Just as an aside, by the way, Tosfus in the previous thing, just before we go on, before I forget, Tosfus says, this thing about the, the, the having to go out with it. If you didn't do a, a Misa, a Machshava, etc., and you didn't go out with it before Shabbos, then it's not only can you not go out with it on Shabbos, it's actually Muksa. So there, and by the same token, that's a Chumrah, there's also a Kudah in this as well. You don't actually have to go out with it before Shabbos. The fact that you wear it on your Makkah, before Shabbos, that itself shows that I've designated it for that purpose, like Rabasi, and that's, that, that, is, that is sufficient. You don't actually have to go out with it. So that, that's what Tosh says. It's love dafka in both senses. So it's really a kulo in one sense, and it's a kulo in, in, in another sense. But anyway, coming back to this point, as we said, Tosh and Rashi, it's clear from them that Machshava is, uh, has to be for Shabbos. The Rosh does not like it. The Rosh says, no way. He says the machshava is good enough if, if it's machshava that you're going to sit on it before Shabbos. So how does he answer the kasha of Tosfos? He says, look, in the Rish it's telling you the best thing to do, i.e. to do a Misa. And then in the Sefer it's telling you the, the, sort of the, 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 uh, the least good thing, even that works. So in other words, it's telling you a Misa in the beginning, and, and the Sefer is saying, even if you just simply wore it before Shabbos, that is sufficient. But Anachami, of course, machshava would work. That's what the Rosh says. We pass in a Shulchan Aruch like the Rosh, i.e. The, that Machshava, the Machshava for before Shabbos is sufficient. You don't need Machshava for Shabbos. And then a rabbi goes wild about this. He says, I don't understand. Toysfus is chedik on it. According to what we said, Rashi is also chedik on it. He doesn't bring, I don't, don't think he brings that, but Toysfus is chedik. Number two, even the Rabbi Yerucham, who's the Talmud of the Rosh, even he passes like Toysfus. Number three, you've got a, a show of the Rashbah, the Ram who brings it to show of the Rashbah, where he comments on it, that's Shem, we'll come to that later. It's also Mavur, like Rashi and Tosfus. Moreover, you know the Ramban, who's brought in the Ram, he says that Ravasi is not coming to add on, onto Shmuel, to say that not only Machshava works, even if you just wear it before Shabbos, or you sit on the Acharei Shaldekel, no. He's coming to be mach- he's coming to be machmir. He's saying that it's not sufficient to You have to do some sort of maiset. No, you don't have to do that. Rather, maiset to actually be makashed and to make it into some sort of uh, a sitting sort of a kli. No, but you've got to sit on it. And the husband that, by the way, is that the, if you look at the chiddush Ramban inside, you'll see that it's because he says it's ken hascholas malocho. By sitting on it before Shabbos, then what you're doing on Shabbos is like, it's a continuation of what you were doing before Shabbos. That's the Hezbollah. But it'll only work if you do some sort of Maisa. Machshavah would not work. And therefore the Ramban paskins that Machshavah doesn't work. So no, we don't paskin like the Ramban. But to go against the Ramban, Atkedekach, says, says the Rabbah, then not only are you going to paskin that Machshavah works, but even Machshavah before Shabbos is like a double kula against the Ramban, that he says... Doesn't, uh, it doesn't sit well with him. And the, the MS is, the Ramban's not alone on this. The Balamor agrees with the Ramban on this. Later on in the Masechta. So it, it's, um, it's very possible, as we said, that the shit of the Ramban, as it happens, is 
that he learns that Nachshava means before Shabbos. Nachshava means before Shabbos, like the Rosh wanted to say. And he's saying that sort of Nachshava, we pass him, does not work. On that sort of Nachshava, Ravasi's coming to say, no, it doesn't work. It could be. Right? He's saying, if you want to do something before Shabbos, it's got to be a mice, you've got to sit on it. Nachshava wouldn't work. But al whichever way you look at it, the Ramban would definitely not agree with this, with this color of the Rosh. And if he says it's, it, it's, it's a pillar to him, how, why the Shulchan Aruch chose to pass him like the, the Rosh. With this question of Tosfos, um, the Chidushi Aran brings the, from the Rabbeinu Yonah another answer, which is going to be very significant later on. Let's remember this answer to the Rabbeinu Yonah. Again, what did Tosfos ask? Tosfos asked, why did the, why did the Brisa say, you know, what you should do is you should do a Misa. And if you didn't do a Misa, you just uh, simply went out with it before Shabbos, that's sufficient. Tell me Machshava. And if you didn't do Machshava, going out with it is sufficient. Says the, says the Rabbeinu Yonah, even though generally Machshava is better, then let's say going out with it. In this case, it's not. The reason is because if, um, yeah, if it's not Mukhacha Milsa, you see somebody going out with it on Shabbos, it looks a little like he's carrying on Shabbos. So then in such a case where, I suppose what you call Maris Ayin, you have to then, Machshava wouldn't work, you have to do something with it before Shabbos, or you have to walk out with it before Shabbos in order to show before Shabbos, don't think I'm doing anything wrong. Before Shabbos, I'm showing everyone what, what's, what its intended purpose is. But Enochanam, in some way, it's Mukhamilsa, Machshavah would be even better. And just one side point, the Mogin Abraham understands that, because the Loshin was, again, he says, Ummerzi Kamoti B'Shabbos. It looks like you're carrying on Shabbos. It's Mashma, says the Mogin Abraham, that the Rabbinian is only coming to say that if you didn't do, if you just had Machshavah before Shabbos, you wouldn't be able to go out with it on Shabbos because of Marasayim. But it wouldn't be Muksa. Which is, he says, he doesn't understand, therefore, why the Mechabe and Shulchan Aruch, after bringing the Shitta, which says that there's no Chira between Charoyes or Pekurin, they're all one and the same, Machshava works, Maisa works, uh, uh, doing, you know, using it before Shabbos works, he then brings a, the, the Shitta, either Rabbi Yona, um, sorry, and, and he's just said, let me, let me just finish off that point, so he brings the Shitta, which is the one we, the Ika Shitta, in other words, that there's no Chira, whatever, he says, and, and Machshava works in both cases, the less to whom is it's not a problem with Moksa. Then he says, Yesh Omen, there are those who say, either Rabbeinu Yonah, that it's not enough with Machshava, Mashma even for Tiltal. In the case of the, this Pekurin, it wouldn't work even for Tiltal, Machshava wouldn't work. He says, what's going on? So the Elio Rabba says, Bemis, if you look at the Shuvah of the Rash, but there's a Shuvah of the Rash, which we'll come to, Bez Hashem, where he says Mufurush, you have to use it before Shabbos. He's talking about actually the Evan, he's talking about if you want to use a stone to crack nuts, you have to use it before Shabbos. And he says, like with the Pokurin and the Tipo. In order there should be a Hekab, a Hedja, etc. So it's clear that the Rashbor, it's clear the Rashbor was saying that even for, even if, if you don't use it, not only can you not carry it outside, not only can you not use it, it's Muksa. He says Mufurush. And he says, but then this is move on the run like that. And he says, that which the Rabbeinu Yonah talks about. So why, why did the run quote the Rabbeinu Yonah is talking about going out with it? He's not coming to say that if, that, that, uh, that if you didn't, if you just had Machshav before Shabbos, you wouldn't be able to go out with it. But it wouldn't be Moksa. No, that's just what he's going on the words of the Gemara, which is talking about going out on Shabbos with it. So he's saying, if you only had Machshav, you wouldn't be able to go out with it on Shabbos. But it would, be, it would be Moksa as well, just like we find in Tosfus. Tosfus already said, in Yotzin Bohen, doesn't mean that you, only, you can't go out with them. 
Not only can you not go out with them, it's also it would be it would be uh, it would be mux. Now the Gemara continues on. Omar Ravashi said, Ravashi, We've also learnt in a Mishnah later on the same idea that if you just use it before Shabbos, that is sufficient. We've learnt. Hakasha agabe amito, if you've got straw on a bed. Now, minastam, straw, straw is a muksa, because they'd use it to stoke up the fire, etc. So, lo yanana the other, you can't move it with his hands. But if you want to lie on the bed, avamanana begufi, you can move it with his body. So, when you lie down, you move it with your back. That's kalachayad, that's fine. It says, avon im hoyo, if you go without the, the, the gears in the brackets there, uh, but if it was, this straw was Machel Behemoth, so obviously it's not Muxa. Or there was on top of the bed, there was a, there was a cushion or a sheet, from before Shabbos, and others you've shown that it is, you've, you've got the straw there in order to be able to sleep on the bed, and Rashi learns the Pshat is, and you actually slept on the bed for a moment, you, 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 a person gone to lie down on the bed before Shabbos, are you like Kravasi? Then you can move it with your hand. Shemami no, you see from there that even though he didn't do any maisa to the straw before Shabbos, he didn't have any machshavah. He simply, as far as Rashi is concerned, according to the gears that we've got in Rashi, he lay down on the bed before Shabbos. That is sufficient. We may come back to that Rashi later on. So the Gemara asks, "Who is the Tanu who argues with Rabbi Shimon Gamliel? Who is the Tanu who holds that machshavah is not sufficient? Who is that Tanu?" So. Rabbi Hanino ben Akiva, it's Rabbi Hanino ben Akiva. The Chiyosa Rabdimi, because when Rabdimi came along, Omar, Ziri Ziri said, Omar Rabbi Hanino, the Rabbi Hanino said, Pamachas one time, Holak Rabbi Hanino ben Akiva, Rabbi Hanino ben Akiva went, and walked him out to a certain place, Umotza Haroya Shaldekel, and he found the, these palm branches, Shegodrum Lushum Eitim, that they had cut them down for Eitim, they were Muksav, Omar the Hemel Tamidim, and he told this Tamidim before Shabbos, Tsukarat, the Choshu, and Hamachshova on them, in order that we'll be able to sit on them tomorrow. Says the Iri, but I'm not sure if it was a case of a base Hamishta, or it was the house of an Ovel. In other words, they were Torah. From the fact that Ziri stressed it was either a base Hamishta or a base Ovel, that implies that a base Ovel or a base Hamishta, it was a special dispensation there because they were Torah, they were busy. Then we allow Machshavah. But in a normal case over here where you're the person not Torah, Kashar in, the Kashar, he has to do a Maiseh, and if he doesn't do a Maiseh, it will be no good. There's a Tosfus here, wait, on the Yodano, which is the Ramban explains, other Hashem explain a little more, that Avada Rabbi Hanino ben Akiva, when he said to his Talmidim, go be, be, uh, have Machshavah on them, he said, Go have machshava on them so we can sit on them t- t- tomorrow. Yeah? Beveisa ovel or beveisa mishta. He said either it was a beveisa ovel or beveisa mishta. And Ziri is saying, I can't remember which one it was, he said. But Avada Rabbi Hanina ben Akiva used those words, either beveisa ovel or beveisa mishta. Because if he didn't, then there's no proof from here. Because who says it's got anything, even, maybe even if it wouldn't have been a beveisa ovel or beveisa mishta, he would have said machshava is enough. It's rather, it's the fact that Rabbi Hanino ben Akiva, he stressed, so we said to them tomorrow, Bevesa Ovel, or he said Bevesa Hamishta, that shows that he was only being martyred because it was for the sake of a Bevesa Ovel or a Bevesa Hamishta. Yeshlachar. What is Peshat in this Gemara that because they were Torah, because they were Torah, therefore 
Machshavah is enough. Is it simply a kula? It's a special dispensation. Or perhaps the Peshat is like this. Since they were Torahs and they've done everything they can, the Machshavah is considered to be like an, a, a Maiser in, in, in an ordinary situation. In other words, we expect the person to do everything he can, which is normally a Maiser. Machshavah is, is uh, sufficient. Then if you take a look at the Chidush for he writes both, both Stodim. The Chidush HaRanim Yuchosim explains that the second Tzad i.e. that the Machshobah is considered that is the Giri Das because you couldn't have done anything more. And it would appear there would be an Afkimina. I'll tell you what the Afkimina could be. What happens if um, you know, in this situation a person was Torah so he had to rely on Machshobah. Does that mean now it's completely mutter to rely upon or do you only rely on it for what you need to rely on, uh, on it? If you say it's a Kula it's a special dispensation well then you only rely on it where you need to. But if you say the Peshat is that it's it's um that the machshava is kamaisa in this case, well, then it's it perf- it's exactly like a maisa. I, I, I this nachkamin I understood from the the Mordechai, there's the Mordechai later on where he talks about touching stones, touching stones which a person has used for atzmono, and and the, the Mordechai says you can move them on Yom Tov Shechodesh Be'er of Shabbos. He says without doing any ticket, any maisa to them, you don't have to be misaking them in any way. He says but why? Because it's not shy of to be misaking them in any way. We'll see in the Gemara, the continuation of the Gemara, a similar sort of idea. So, what, what ticket are you going to do to the stones in order to, sh- to show that they are stones for Atzmona? So, therefore, it's, um, it says it's going to be like the same as we got in the continuation, the, the continuation of the Gemara, where it's not shy of a mice, you don't need to do a mice. And then he finishes off and he says, Shabbos, when you want to take them away on Shabbos, when you want to take the, the, the hot food out, you shouldn't move them. Why? Kim and Shabbat till Tulam Sakile. Since without moving them, you can get the food out. You don't need to move them. Why do you need to move the stones? And what do you mean? If they're not muksa, why can't I move them? Presumably the Peshat is like we've said. No, you can't do a Maisa. If you can't do a Maisa, so Machshava is sufficient. But it's a special Kudah. And therefore, only use it for what you have to use it, not for anything more than that. Let's continue, continue the Gemara and you'll see, you'll see how this, uh, uh, this, where, where, what, what the Mordechai is really basing himself on. Omar Rabbi Yehuda. Said Rabbi Yehuda, Machnis Odom Meloku Pase Opar, a person can bring into his house, before Shabbos, a, a, a box full of earth, which Menastam would be Muksa, and then on Shabbos he can use it for whatever he needs to use it for, to cover over Roik, or to cover over Tsaya, no longer Muksa. So Dorash Mazutra Mishmed the Mazutra Rabbo, he does it in the name of Mazutra Rabbo, who she yeche lo keren but that is only if before Shabbos, he was miyachit a corner for it. He put it in a corner, so then it didn't become bottled to the ground. It won't be moksa. So Amr Rabbon and Kamei did our papa. So Rabbon said in front of our papa, come on, like whom does that go like? Rabbi Shimagamiel, that goes like Rabbi Shimagamiel. Because if it goes like the Rabbon, they said you need to do a maisa. There's only much over here. You haven't actually done anything to the earth to be misucking the earth in any way. So Amr Rabbon and Kamei did our papa. So Rabbon said, then no. Rabbon, you could even say it goes like the Rabbon. Because as can they call me Rabbanon to be in a Maisa, Elamidi to Barabi to be Maisa. The Rabbanon only said you need to do a Maisa on it, something which you can do a Maisa, like the case of the Charaya Shabbat, you can do a Maisa, you can tie them together. Avomidi to do Barami after be Maisa, but things like earth, what are you going to do to it? There's no Maisa you can do to show that it's in order to cover over a rope. So there, Loi, then Avadi, you don't need to, to worry, Machshava will be sufficient even according to the Rabbanon. And on this, the Ram says, 
fitting with, with what we said beforehand, that the second tzad of Achakira, he says, because where you could do a, where it can have a maisa done to it, so if you don't do a maisa, we're worried maybe your machshava wasn't 100%. Why didn't you do a maisa? But where you can't do a maisa, you've done everything you can, that's sufficient. And he finishes off, similar to the case of the base of the base on Mishnah, where they were Torahed, so they couldn't do a maisa, then machshava is sufficient. Now, the Ran brings a, a machlix, he has a machlix with the Rashba. The Rashba says, there's no difference whether you're talking about, let's say, stones on a, on a barrel, or a stone, right, in other words, as a lid, or whether you're talking about a stone which you want to use as a nutcracker. In both cases, if you want to be able to use on Shabbos, you have to be miyachidit forever, le'olam. Like we find with Kizit Tem, as we said at the beginning of the Shed today. And he says, the Efshe could even be that you actually have to use it once before Shabbos. Like with the Pekoyan and the Sipot, we said that a person should go out with them. Now, but Emma's, before we go into the Machlokas, I had a little bit of a problem with this. What do you mean, like with the Pekoyan and the Tzipot? Pekoyan and the Tzipot, you have to use them before Shabbos? He didn't say you have to use them before Shabbos. We said that if you have Machshava, that's even better. We're saying that if you didn't do a mice on them, you didn't dip them in the oil, and you didn't have machshava, then the fact that you went out with them before Shabbos, that's sufficient. But not that you have to have machshava and do a mice for that. Where do we say that? But then it occurred to me, you know what? It could be that the Rashba holds like the Rabbeinu Yoyna. Remember, what was the Rabbeinu Yoyna shit? And that's the one I told you to, to remember. That wherever it's not muchachal milsa, it looks like it looks a bit odd. You're going out with it on Shabbos. You have to do something with You have to use it before Shabbos. And the Emes, it's, it's very, very likely that that's the case, because the Rashba brings the Rabbi Yonah, his Rebbe, he brings that earlier. He brings the answer of the Rabbi Yonah. And therefore, it's Mustafa that he holds that the Rabbi Yonah, that in the case of the Pekon, Machshav would not work. And that's what he's saying over here. So too with the stone, people see you using it as a nutcracker, it's not Mokhachamilsa, therefore it's Efshe, he says, maybe, maybe it's more Mokhachamilsa than the other case. It could be Machshav will not be enough on its own. You also have to use it uh, once before Shabbos. And I actually found the base Yosef is ready earlier on this, and he says that according to the Rosh, right, the way we pass it, that in the case of Pekorin and Tzipa, that Machshava would work. You don't have to go out with it before Shabbos. Then, so too with a stone. So too with a stone, if you want to use it as a nutcracker, and a Hanami, you don't have to use it before Shabbos. Machshava is sufficient. Fine? However, going back to the, to, to the Rashba now. As we said, the Rashba says in all cases you have to be Miyakitit forever. The Ran, however, disagrees. He says, when do you have to be Miyakitit forever? That's something where it's not Urche, Bahochi. You don't normally use a stone as a, as a lid for a, for a barrel. So then you have to be Miyakitit forever. But with a nutcracker, which apparently is Urche, Bahochi, people would do that sort of thing. They'd use it as a nutcracker. Then it's enough to be Miyakitit for one Shabbos. And he proves that, that that's also, the, if you look at Rashi, it's also much more like Rashi, and that Rashi we learned earlier, but Afa Pishel Echishev, Rashi says, Afa Pishel Echishev, Aleyen, Leishev Lemachor, is much more just to be able to sit on it tomorrow is sufficient. Why? You see the Machshavot for one, for one Shabbos, if it's a normal use, that is sufficient. And by the way, that's, I think, what the Elorab was referring to, where he says it's Mokach, the, the, the Ran and the Rashba, they, they also hold the Machshav means for Shabbos, not for Erev Shabbos. It's from this discussion here. In terms of explaining the Ran, why would you make a Chiruk whether it's Urche Bahochi or not? So we explain like this, that every Chifetz has its Ikatashmish, and it's got its 
sort of tofel, it's sub- secondary uses. So, if you're going to be miyakadit for one of its secondary uses, so, I can then say, for this Shabbos, the secondary use becomes like its primary use, and the primary use is like, becomes a sort of secondary for this Shabbos, and therefore, it's no longer muksa. But if you want to take an article and say, you know what, I'm going to use it for something completely out of the box. That's very nice, you, you, can, you can say that. But that is not going to change the fact, it's not going to get rid of its primary use. It will remain with its primary use. And therefore, it remains muksa. The primary use is, uh, is something which is muksa. Yeah, so therefore it remains muksa. The only way to get around that is to be miyakadit forever. Because when you're miyakadit forever, then you get rid of the primary use completely. And in which case, your abnormal use will become its, no, its, its new use. That's the way we explain it. And with this, we, we wanted to answer up and explain the, the, the uh, Rabbi Kivega. Rabbi Kivega says, if a person takes a piece of paper, and he's miyakid the paper in order to be able to clean himself uh, on Shabbos. So he says, if it's good quality paper, which is omid liksiva, so then you'd have to be miyakid it forever. Right? And he says it would work, according to everyone, because Machshava uh, would work here, because it's not something which you can actually do a miser with. In order to, okay. He says, but if you're talking about uh, bad quality paper, then it's enough to be miyakid for one Shabbos. Fine. So, so the uh, sort of Shmuel Bosnia, he asks, he says he doesn't understand. He says, surely this whole discussion about having to be miyakid it forever, that's only if, after you've used it for this, uh, for this, whatever you're going to use it for, afterwards it will be usable again for its muksa purpose. Look, then I can understand you've got to be miyakid it forever. But he says, surely once you've cleaned yourself with this piece of paper, surely it's no longer usable. So surely it should be enough just to be miyakid it for that one Shabbos, and that's sufficient. Even if Enochalami comes out and you don't use it on Shabbos, so what? But you're being miyakid it for this one Shabbos to be able to clean. And if you clean with that, it'll, be, it'll never become muksa again. It'll never be used for the muksa for writing again. So he says, either you have to say, one of it, he says it must be that this, this paper is reusable, you can clean it off, etc. But according to what we've said, no, it makes no difference whether it's, a one, it's something you can use once or not. The fact is, the primary use of this paper is writing. You now want to use it to clean yourself, which is something which you'd never, is not urche bahachi, that cannot get rid of the primary use. And therefore it remains writing paper. The fact that, oh, but I'm, I, you're not going to be able to use it afterwards, who says? I mean, after the Shabbos. You haven't got rid of that, because what happens if after the Shabbos, it turns out you didn't need it to clean yourself? Then you're going to use it for writing. So you've not been mavatted that, that shame of writing paper from it. That remains its primary use, and therefore... It doesn't matter whether it's, it can only be used once for the cleaning and that, whether you'll never be able to write on it afterwards. You've got to remove that primary use. And if you don't, it remains more. So that would seem to be the beer in Rabbi Kiviega. <coughs> if you take a look in Shukhan Aruch, when it comes down to the Halakha, the Muhammad brings three shittas. He first brings the shitta of the Ram, which is that there's a chiluk where it's Urche Gawaki, Lab Urche Gawaki. If it's Urche Gawaki, it's enough to designate for one Shabbos. If it's Labur Chei then you've got to designate it forever. Then he brings a Yish Oymim, which is more or less the shit of the Rashba. He just brings it, B'Shem Lishboi Alekit, B'Shem Rabbi Yishaya. Then it makes no difference. You always have to be Miyakit it forever. And then he actually brings a third shit, which is the shit of the Mordechai and the Rabbi Yerucham, that they say, not the Yish Oymim, that you also, that you have to do a mice on it, some sort of mice of Tikkun, before Shabbos. Now just very, very briefly, you're going to, not to get too bogged down in that, in that uh, I think it's the last shitter. In the Darachim Moshe, 
he's ma'orer, right? The Ramah, he's ma'orer from the the tour in a different simon. This is in simon shin yitzchas, I think. Uh, simon shin ches, and in in simon reishon and tes and hilchas hatzmona, there it's mashma that yichud is enough. Just to designate it is enough. You don't have to do any ma'isa. Um. So. So we pointed out just just very briefly that. It could be that the, t- the, the case in simulation and test and over here are completely different. Because, let's start this way around. The Mordechai, he really brings a machlech, he's showing him whether we pass in like Kravasi, or whether we don't pass in like Kravasi. And later on in Perak Kolakelim, it's Mavor there that, he, that he's, he's going with the shit of the Ri. The, the Ri, he passkins that not like Kravasi, basically. Okay, he passkins basically not, not like Kravasi. Just when it comes to stones for Hatzmona, when it comes to stones for Hatzmona, since, as we said, you can't do anything to the stones. There's no Maiser taken you can do to the stones to show that they're going to be for Hatzmona. So there, Lafar Miyavid Maiser, even the Re agrees that it will be sufficient with Machshava. It will be sufficient with, sufficient with Machshava, just as we said, since it's a Kula, according to the Mordechai, it's a Kula, it's a special dispensation, so therefore only move them for what you need to, but don't move them for what you don't need to move them. So it could be like this. So the Torah in Simonation and Tess, which is talking about parts mono purposes, could be, it's not Shaykh HaMaisa there. Moreover, it could be the he holds that the run, that where it's not Shaykh HaMaisa, it's not a special dispensation. If it's not Shaykh HaMaisa, the Machshava is as good as a Maisa. And therefore, since it's not Shaykh HaMaisa, it's all over there, it's not Shaykh to bring a Yesh Omer there, it's not Shaykh to bring any other opinion that says you have to do a Maisa there. Of course, their Machshava will be sufficient. Masha Enkin over here in Simon Shin Chetz, where we're talking about taking a stone and, uh, let's say, making it into, we're talking about anything like this, uh, making the stone into a, into a nutcracker or anything like that. So over here, it is Shaykh a Tikkun. You, you shape the stone in the right way, whatever it is, it's Shaykh to do a Tikkun. So then it could be even the Torah's maskim to the Mordechai, i.e. that there's a mockum at least to say, like the Mordechai, that you need to do a Maiseh before Shabbos. The kids are always showing is that in simulation and test, it's not surprisingly he didn't bring any shitter that you have to do a Maiseh Tikkun with the Odeon, because it's not Shaykh had taken there. Masha'inkin over here it is. The problem is though, why, and this is the bigger problem, why all of a sudden does the Mechadah say, oh, you should know that it brings this third shitter, yesh omrim, that you have to do a Maisa. But we already said earlier that the Shulchan Orchim didn't bring any yesh omrim there. He already said, we paskin like Ravasi, that you could do a Maisa, you could do Machshava, or you could just yesh it with the Chara Yishadekha, just sit on it before Shabbos. So, and suddenly here, Yeshem, there's this Yeshem that says Machshava is not sufficient. Why? And then Mr. Pan Chazanish asked the Kasha. And I'll tell you the truth is, I believe, because of this, I believe that the, the, the Beis Yosef, when he brings this Yeshem, it's not really, he's not basing himself so much on the Mordechai. Because in Achamim, we don't pass him like the Mordechai. We do not pass him like that Re. What he's basing himself on is more the Rabbeinu Yerucham. Because the Rabbeinu Yerucham writes Mefurish that we passkin like Rav Asi, you do not need to do a Maisa with the case of Charaz Shadekel. And in the case over here with the with the with the Eben, he passkins that you do need to do a Maisa. And he's, he gives the Chiluk over there in the Rabbeinu Yerucham. But Kitta, it's not coming the Kach the, the Mordechai, as we've just explained it, because the Mordechai, Taka Paskins, um, he brings the Re, which seems to be his Ekashita, not like uh, Rav Asi. He passes like Rav. That, that, that's how you have to do a Maisa. 
And that's not the way the Shulchan Aruch Paskins. Rather, he's coming off the Rabbi Yerucham, who says that even though we Paskin like Kravasi, in the case of the stone, it's slightly different. He explains why it's due again with, with uh, whether it's clear, whether it's not clear. What's the halacha? The halacha do I have to do a ma'isa? I need the yichol olam. The halacha is quite clear. The ikka is like the first shita, i.e. like the ram. That if it's urchei bohochi, it's enough to designate it for one Shabbos. Just the Mishnah Bura, interestingly enough, he says, the way he writes is, b'mokem tzayrech, yesh lismoch lohokel, you can be semich lohokel, that it's enough to be miyachet for one Shabbos if it's urchei bohochi. And Bebe said, the red bimoeira, that elsewhere the Mishnah Bura does not write that. It's quite clear that this is the halacha, the halacha is like the ram. Especially as the Shulam Machab brings this Ikashit and the other two as a Yeshomim. Um, the Bir Halacha adds a, 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 another Nakuda, and he says, since the ram learns his halacha from the Charoya Shadekel, he says, just like with Charoya Shadekel, he writes, because Charoya Shadekel doesn't say you have to, the Machshova has to be forever. It's Mashmah, as we said, from Rashi, it's Mashmah, the Machshova is good enough for one, for one Shabbos. So, um, If we're going to equate the two denim, then since we pass in like Kravasi, the MSG don't have to be Miyakidit at all. Just simply take a few nuts before Shabbos, crack them with this uh, before Shabbos, and I'm that that would be good enough. If you're equating them, and that's the way we're passing then you don't actually have to be Miyakidim at all. Um, things which you do have to be Miyakid forever, in other words, things which are love or Chibachi, the Mishnah Bura says that if you use them on a regular basis on a weekday, that's good enough. That's good enough. And uh, the Chazanesh is clearly but that, that's the way the Mishnah Borough Paskins. So according to that, it's possible if you've got, let's say, a broken telephone. This is an example Rabbi Yashiv uh, spoke about. If you've got a broken telephone which you give to the kids to play with, the fact that they, they play with it during the week, that's enough to take it out of its former use and it's no longer muksa, even if you haven't actually been miyachid it uh, at all for, uh, I don't know, for a toy. You don't have to. The fact that they're using it, that's, that's good enough. Uh, and so that's the way Rabbi Yashif passed it. Now, speak a little bit about this, this uh, thing about the, the case of the Maloku Pulsa. Rashi, um, as we said, when he said, Matanis Maloku Pulsa, a person brings in the, 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 uh, the box full of earth, Rashi says, Lachasis Beitseya Baruch, in order to cover, its, to cover over the Tseya on the Rukh. It's Mashma, Mashma a little bit, Dafka, if he actually had Kavono for that, not if he brought it in stuff. In other words, the fact that he was Miyakid Keren Zobit is not enough. He's also got to have Machshava that he's going to use it for use on Shabbos for Tzor and Rok, etc. On the other hand, the Chidush Ha'aretzvah says Mufurush, Stomach Epirusha. It's enough that you have it, you have it, uh, you just bring it in stuff. And the MS, obviously something's wrong with the way we've learned Rashi here, because Rashi says in Beta, he says Mufurush as well, Hechniso Bistam. So, you could well be um, be doicha, and this seems to be the way the Mishnah Brura learns it. That Rashi is not saying you have to bring it in with machshava. He's writing it agav the sefer. Dehine, if you're not miyachid a karen zovis, then even if you brought it in with machshava to cover over tzorah, that won't help you. But about if you are miyachid karen zovis and acham, you don't have to. You can bring in stam. That that's good enough. He only writes it agav the sefer. Then in the sefer, even if you did have machshava. It won't help you if you're not miyachid keren zovis. That's what the Mishnah, and that's the way the Mishnah were passed. However, I find it a little yeshla fakpik was there. Number one, it's a little difficult to say Rashi right here. I got the safe. I find that a little difficult. And number two, lich from the ritzvah, it's mash. Lich the ritzvah is not mashma like that. 
Because the Ritzbo is talking about when you bring in the offal stam, and we say, if you're not Miyachit Keren Zovis, he says, Zoshan is, to the Karka Olam Yoad Rehosom, Shei Mispazem, and Nidash Lerak Rebbe That only when you brought it in stam, then we interpret your machshav to say, oh, you brought it in just to add for people to, to step on it. If you are, if you're not miyachid keren zovis, but, uh, but but if you did bring it in the machshav, then lechora your machshav is good enough. That's what it's mashma from the from from the ritzvah. Yesh lodin In terms of answering up Rashi, then, so why did Rashi say lechasis bo royal? You know lechasis bo. He says in in, uh, in baits are not like that. I wanted to say very poshut. Rashi is only explaining in the Havamir. The Gemara is going to suggest, at this stage, you know what, the, 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 the Talmudim wanted to say, this is only going to point to Rabbi Shimon Gambiel. The Machshava is good enough. Because there's no mice, so you didn't do anything to the, to the earth. You haven't used the earth before Shabbos. So what have you done with it? It must be Machshava. Machshava is a thing. So Rashi says, what Machshava did you have? It can't be Stam. You had Machshava to use it for Tzera and Roik. But once the Gemara comes along and says, no, something which is loud by me out of Misa, something which you can't do a Misa on, you don't need to do a Misa, Kenzai, you don't even have to have Machshava either. No one says you have to have Machshava in such a case. Kenzai, if it's not Shaykh Misa, just bring it in Storm, it's good enough. That would be a very posh way, and that's why Russian Bates is writing to feed the Maskana. If it's not Shaykh Misa, to bring it in, Storm is good enough. Why? Because it's an Umdanov. We, we say, Storm Kapirosh, like, like, like the Russian of the Ritzvah. And with this, by the way, we could, we could answer the Chayra, the Chayra, we could, we could answer another stira. We said above that Rashi said, in the case of the car, with the case where you've got straw on the bed. Right, you've got straw on the bed. So, um, we said that, that goes like Kravasi. Yeah, it goes like Kravasi, that even though the straw is obviously muksa, so, but if you put, uh, we said if you've got a cushion or a sheet on the bed, then that's sufficient. Because it shows that straw is there in order to lie on, to act as a mattress. And Rashi said, well, how's that like Ravasi? The Teret is because he lay on the bed before Shabbos. Now, the problem is, the Red Bimo'ira, that Rashi, when the Mishnah comes later on, doesn't say a word about that. Rashi just writes, by putting uh, a cushion on there, that is Megaledas, the fact that there's a cushion there, that's Megaledas, the, the, the bed is, is, uh, is Veshchiva, the straw is Veshchiva, and therefore, Me'ata Teras Kediyodov. doesn't say you've got to lie on it. So according to what we've said, we could explain very nicely. The Gemara beforehand was saying, what did you do? T- what did you do? Did, are you, have you done anything to the straw? No, you haven't done any mice to the straw. Did you have any machshava? Doesn't say you had any machshava. So it must be, it's going like Ravasi, i.e. the Hile on it before Shabbos. But Enochanami, once we come to this maskono, the where it's not shy of what, what are you going to do to the straw? Tie it together? What do you do to the straw to make it into a mattress? You can't do anything to the straw. And mice, in other words, of tying, you can't be misucking the straw in, in, in any way. You could probably debate that, but let's say, let's say that it's, it's, uh, it's not Shaykh. So then, Al-Khanami, uh, th- once we come to the stage of the Quran, Al-Khanami, even if you don't lie on it, that would be good enough. It's, con- that's good enough, because it's an Umdana. Now, even if you want to say, you know what, it is Shaykh Amaisa. It is Shaykh Amaisa. But even so, I can still answer the question now. Because once we've come to this, to this stage in the Gemara, and we, we've said that even according to the Rabbana, where it's not Shaykh HaMaisa and Umdana is good enough, we rely on Umdana, then I could say, who had in the fear Ravasi? Ravasi says, you never need to do a Maisa. You just have to, before Shabbos, just use it. Kenzai Ravasi will say, but where there's a clear Umdana, you've got, a, you've got a cushion on there, you don't actually have to lie on it. The very fact that you've got the cushion on there, that's as good as lying on it. 
It's an Omdala. Stolok if Hiroshai. So even if it is Shaykh a ticken on it, but of us you don't have to do a ticken anyway. And that's probably more misleading. That, that, I think that way of answering it is probably better because in all probability there probably is something you can do to the straw in order to be misleading it. So, but it doesn't say you did anything to the, to the straw before Shabbos. So it's not like the Rabbonon. It doesn't say you had any Mach It's not like Rabbi Shem So who is it going like? Must be he used it before Shabbos. That's why Rashi said he sat on it. But now that we've come to this Yisoyt, that in certain situations we rely on Umdana, Stoma Kepe we could say that at this stage in the Gemara, we could say that the very fact that there's a cushion on there, that is Stoma Kepe It's as if, it's as if you lay on it before Shabbos. Then if you take a look at the Roshan of the Rambam, the Rambam, when he brings this down, he writes, V'chinem hoi olav kare sodin v'chayitzibayim, menana v'yod, you can move it on Shabbos, shari nase kemi sheyoshavadot m'goidiyon. Because it's like he sat on it before Shabbos. In fact, there's a cushion on there that's like he sat on the bed, on the, on the, on the straw before Shabbos. And that would also seem to be the shit of the Ritzvah, as we've said, because um, the, the Ritzvah doesn't say that he actually lay on it. Why? What Pshat? Once again, Kastoma Kepirosha. The interesting thing is if you take a look in Simon Shin Yodalif, when the Torah brings it down, the Shulchan Aruch brings it down, it says that he placed a cushion, or a blanket, or you know something like that, uh, um, he put something like that on the bed before Shabbos. It's mashma that they're learning that that is the Maiser. That's the Maiser of Asi was talking about. Not that you actually lay on the bed. It's the act of putting the cushion on. That's the mice you need before Shabbos to show that it's going to be, to, uh, that, you know, that it's, it's for lying down. But the Pashtas, the Roshan and the Mishnah is much more that the, it says being Hoyalov, that the cushion was already there. Uh, just just a, 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 a Ha'or. The Ramam Zem Mamshech, with the, with the, with the case, our case here, Hamachnes, he writes, Hamachnes Kupa Shalof of the Beso, in Yechei Loa Keren Zovis, Meir of Shabbos, Metalta of Shabbos, Vesbo Kol Tzorochov. Again, Mashmah, quite clearly, he brought it in Stam. He doesn't mention anything about why he brought it in. Mashmah, he brought it in Stam. Very good. Stom Ekepi And that's exactly the Loshan used in the Shulchan Aruch. So it comes out definitely, if a person was Miyaki Keren Zovis, Stam is definitely, it's fine. The Shida is, if a person was not Miyaki Keren Zovis, but he brought it in not Stam. If he brought it in Stam, other that doesn't work. That's a Mephorosh Gemara. But if he brought it in Bekavona, to be able to use it for covering over soya and rope, etc. But he wasn't Miyaki Karen's office. That's the Shida, which as I said the Mishnah Bura is Machmir, according to what we've said, Yesh Lodon Bozer, even according to Rashi, which is where the Mishnah Bura really brings his Raya from. The Tur, when talking about um, if you're not Miyaki Karen's office, he writes, why if you're not Miyaki Karen's office is it problematic? Because he says, Botel Agav Afarabais. It becomes bottled to the offer of the house. And that's what's written in the Shulchan Aruch as well. So Rabbi Kivayega brings, in his notes on Shulchan Aruch, he brings from the Nazir Shimshon. It's much better if you've got a, a floor made of, let's say, of, of shayish, of marble, or, you know, like we have nowadays, or planks of wood, so it doesn't become mixed in with the Afar Abayis, then Taka, it would not be Muksa. Um, the Shulchan passing like that, but the Bira is not happy with this. Because he says the Loshan of Rashi is um, that it's bottle to the to the Karkoyas Abayis, doesn't he use the Loshan Afar Abayis, to the Karkoyas Abayis, since he put it there for people to tread on. So it's much more any time when people are going to tread on it, it's problematic. And he brings one or two other Rayas to this, and Bikitsi he's not very happy with it, and he says that even if you want to say that it would work in that case, Definitely that it would not help if you brought it in and you threw it down on the ground, right? You did not bring it in in order to be able to use it on Shabbos. You brought it in just to throw on the ground. 
uh, for people to tread on, then definitely there's no doubt in his mind that you would not be able to uh, take some of that earth on Shabbos to use for, for whatever you want. Because there you, you, you didn't, you managed through it in a place where everyone's going to tread on it, then even though the, the ground is not made of earth, definitely that would be, that would be problematic. That's what the, 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 the Mishnah, that's what the Be'ar Lacha says. However, we pointed out, if you take a look at the Ritva, the Ritva writes, Yesh Oymrin, brings the Yesh Oymrin. That's Hanimidikishinos Nebekanaka, it's only when you put it on the ground. But if you put it in its box, Haruki Yichud, the Karen's Lacha says, as good as putting it in, in, a, in, in the corner, he says, Kein Nira, and that, that appears correct. We ask, what do you mean Yesh Oymrin, Kein Nira? Isn't it a poshut? It's sitting in a box. You know, God is there. Why, why would anyone argue with that? So he said, it seems that he's. It seems that you have to say it's continuing from what he said beforehand. So I not that you put the box out of out of harm's reach. You put it in the middle of the room, and people are going to walk over the box. They're going to be tram- They're going to be trampling upon the earth. Even so, since it's inside a box, disconnected from the ground, it does not become bottled to the ground, and you would be able to use that earth. And this is presumably even if you bring it in stum. You brought it in stum. Still works. The stomach of Hiroshi. As it happens, even within Rashi, Yesh Lodan, you know, about, about what, what, uh, what Rashi means. But that, that suffices at least to be Miyashev, the, the, the shit of the Torah. It doesn't seem you have to, and, and the Nazir Shimshon, it makes, Lanius Dati makes perfect sense. Um, all of this, it comes out that if you've got, let's say, you've got a sand pit, you know, for children to play in, lechayr it's posher that it's not muksa. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it doesn't become bottled to the ground or anything like that. It's not muksa, and that's exactly the way uh, Shmuel Vosner paskins. However, in Nisan Karelitz, he he says that since some of the things you do in the sand are forbidden, because right, I was out out Shabbos, you know, pouring water, kneading, etc., etc., he says therefore the sand will remain muksa. That's that's what he wants to say. But we said it's not, I find it a little difficult because I would have said that it's like anything. Anything which be'etzim is, is not muksa, just like other, you could, there's certain things you can't do with it. So too the sand is there to play with. Playing in the sand, minastam, just playing with the sand is not, is not doing any malachas. So you've got to be careful, you don't do it, you're, you're not over any malacha, but it doesn't mean automatically that uh, the sand should, should remain muksa. That, that's, that's what I would have said. But by, when it comes to the seaside, by the way, by the sea, there everybody else says, since uh, people can't go swimming on Shabbos, so therefore, the sand, and the sand is really miyuchah to people who are going swimming, therefore, automatically the sand, the sand by the sea would remain muksa. That's the end of that circuit. Let's continue on now. Nemo katanoi. Let's say it's a machloi katanoi. What's a machloi katanoi? This statement of Rabbi Yoda, that where it's not shayich ha then you do or you don't need to worry about it. In other words, it's good enough without the maisa. Let's see. With all things you can rub down you know, to, to shine up kalim, uh, to clean them up, except if it's silver kalim and you're using gartikim. Gartikim is alum, A-L-U-M. Um, it's, it's like a powdery stuff which grows in, in a barrel of wine. And there, the problem is, because silver is very soft, so when you scrape off the alum, it takes off a bit of the silver with it, which is the isa of mamachik. Now, oh, that implies nesa v'chol mutter, that to use nitrile sand, would be mutter. I vatani b'shuli b'vlantin abrayis in esav achal also it's forbidden even with nitrogen sand. My lab v'akum if you don't you think this is what they argue about? The matzah will be in a ma'isa. That the one who says it's forbidden says, look, you need to do a ma'isa. And since you can't do a ma'isa with the, what are you going to do to the sand to show this is what it's for? It remains moksa. The sand remains moksa. 
And the master of whereas the other one holds, but you know, mice, since it's not shy to do any mice to show that you want to use it for polishing, um, you don't need to do a mice. So the Gemara says, look, no, 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 no. Zuchori Amor Rabbi in a mice, it could be everyone agrees you don't need to do a mice. The, na- the nitra and the, and, the, and the sand are not muksa. That's not the problem. But look, kasha, the problem is different. There's no kasha. Hor Rabbi Yehuda, the one which says it's forbidden, that goes like Rabbi Yehuda. The Omar we said, Dov Hashem is Kavin also. The Dov Hashem is Kavin is forbidden. In other words, even with the nitra and the sand, it could be, it will take off some of the silver. It's not Pesach but it's Dov Hashem is Kavin, therefore it's forbidden. And Hor Rabbi Shimon, the other one is Rabbi Shimon, the Omar Dov Hashem is Kavin, which says the Dov Hashem is Kavin is Muta. So Bimayu Kimta, In fact, before we go on, let's just um, let's just see how we pass in this. The Gemara will continue in a second, but the the Shulchan Aruch writes, as we explained, based on Rashi, that you can be mashaf shape all kalim with all things except clay kasef with gartzikim, right? Because it's it's soft and it, and it's the malacha of mamachik. The Morgan Avram brings from the Maharil. He says the Maharash. He says you can't you can't rinse you can't uh, uh, glass. With Shibbay Lashur. It's like the peel of the, of the oats. Lahatira. In order to make it shine. That's what he writes. It says in Morgan Avram, the Tzorachia. Why? What's the Issa? What's... So he says, maybe, maybe, says the, the Morgan Avram, there's a difference between rinsing it and making it shine. And in, expl- in, in explaining that, the Chayodim writes, that when you're making it shine, it's clean anyway. So therefore it's Tircha Yisera. To make it shine is Tirchei Seir, which is not necessary, and therefore it's forbidden on Shabbos. The Tehir al learns it's because of Tikkun Kedi. Yeah, by using the Shvela Shul, it's Tikkun Kedi. When the Morgan Avram brings the, the uh, when the Mishnah Baruch brings the Morgan Avram and his, his beer, he's finished off the Doichik. And if you take a look at the Sharatzian, the Chemel Moshe says, because he says, it's not true. He says, Nessa and Chal also make it shine. He said, Nessa and Chal is, is, is allowed. Elamai, he says, the Pshat and the Mara is something entirely different. And that is because the Maharil was talking about when you're doing it for the next day. It's because of Achana for the next day. Now, as I looked at the Maharil inside, we went through the Maharil, and if, Amos, if you take a look at the Maharil, it, it seems it's really a, a, a mixture of a couple of shots in here. And that is because, because of the following. The Maharil starts off and says that you're not allowed to uh, rinse your, your glass cane with Shibuya Shual Lahatsir in order to make it shine. Then says the Maharil, one time, his Rebbe, the Maha, uh, his Rebbe the Maharash, after, after Shalosh service, it was in the summer, so he went to rinse off his glass. So the Mahari Segal said to him, um, but uh, Rebbe, we've learned that, you know, in the night, if you, you finish with your kalim, you can wash them off, because you'll need them the next morning, in the morning, for the afternoon. When it comes to glass kalim, you can always rinse them off, because you'll always need them for drinking. But he says, but here, we're about to go to the Beis HaMedrash, you're not going to be using it for the rest of Shabbos, so surely it's problematic. So, so the, the Maharash responded, You're right, absolutely correct. I wasn't planning to drink any more. I was just to get rid of the remnants of the wine, so it shouldn't go black. It's correct to be machne. Now, from the beginning, from the first statement, it sounds like it's a din in Shibayla Shul. And it doesn't make a chiduk when on Shabbos you're doing it. Even on Nel Shabbos would be forbidden. But on the other hand, from the Maisei he brings, it doesn't say anything about Shabbat Shul there. On the contrary, it's much more just rinsing off with water, just to get rid of the remnants of wine. And it sounds like the issue is because of Achana. So what's going on here? So we answered that it seems the Maharil is going in the shitter of the, the Maharash is going in the shitter of the Ramam. The Ramam writes the following. 
also lochut kere kese begartzakein mepneshu malabanon kederech shal umenin oisin. Very interesting. The Raman does not mention a word about mamachik. He says because you're, 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 you're literally whitening them, you're cleaning them up like umenin do. The nimzah ke misakin kli, like the Tzedah Ladovit, is because you're being misakin the kli, the gomim and after b'shavus and completing his malach on shavus. Then he says, yeah, but you can be, you can use chal and nasa, so to do all other kedim. And then, and then he f- continues on. But also, and you can't rinse off all these types of bowls and things. Because it's like being masakin. Unless you're planning to, to use them for another meal. But when you're talking about uh, glass kedim, things which you're going to drink from, um, that's what we meant before, with glass kedim, things which you're going to drink from, so those you can always, uh, you can always uh, wash off because the ink and it finishes off. You can't make the beds for Shabbos, Shabbos, in order to sleep in them on Shabbos, but you can do it Friday night. After Friday night, you can do it in order to be able to, you, be able to sleep on it, have a shloth on, on uh, Shabbos afternoon. Now, the rider already asks, he says, what's it got to do with being Masakin? What's it got to do with being Masakin? Right? The... the in the, in, in the case where, where you're washing out the, the, the bowls which you're not going to be using on Shabbos. It's not it's nothing to do with them being masakin. It's because of achana. Teirach lachal, as he puts it. But even the ratio, as we said, is, is, is shver because he doesn't mention anything about mamachik. What's going on? So we said it seems there are two reasons why a person would rinse out, let's say, a cup. Either in order to be able to use it, so it should be clean to be able to be used, or in order that the cup should look nice, even if you're not going to use it, you want to put it in a you know, silver in the in the in the in the glass cabinet. You want it to look nice. So it's like this. In the first case, where you're doing it for the to be able to use the kli, that's for the tashmish of the kli. The second one, however, where you're doing it in order that the kli should look look nice, that's tikkun keli. You're being masaking the kli. That's kederach shalomim. You're polishing it up. That's the way omnim would do it. That's the pshat and the rama. So when you take the clay kesser with gartokin, that's not to make it look, that's not to clean it. You don't need to use gartokin in order that you can drink from it. It must be because you want it to shine. That's tikkun kedi. That's not because of tash mishakli. That's not because you want to be able to use the clay. It's because you want to be misakin the clay, the clay shook nice. And therefore that would be forbidden even if you did it on El Shabbos. It's got nothing, nothing to do with hachonah. But if all you're doing is just rinsing out the kalim, then it depends on when you're doing it. If you're rinsing it out on Friday night, well then I'll say you're rinsing it out and you'll do, you can drink from it on Shabbos. But if you rinse it out a moment before the end of Shabbos, why are you rinsing it out? If you're rinsing it out in order that you can drink from it, so it should be clean to drink from, well you're not going to be drinking from it until after Shabbos. But that's hachonah. So Elamai, what use would it have for Shabbos? So that it sh- I shouldn't have dirty kalim around on Shabbos. It should look nice. Let's put it that way. So it should look nice. The Vikli should look nice. Forget the fact that I'm going to use it tomorrow. For the here and now, it's that it should, if I'm not being making for, for Chol, it's because I want the Kli to look nice. That, that is, once again, that's Masake. That's Bishat and the Rambam. Agav, it would, it's interesting to think about then, this halak about making a bed. If a person not planning to sleep in the beds anymore on Shabbos, it would seem, if he was to make the bed, he's made, doing it in order that it should look nice, that would be Masake. The only thing is, you could be mechalik, it depends on the, if a person annoys him that the house is in a mess, because this, this is the head for the place can give, then you'd be allowed to make your bed. Because that's not hachon of that's because you want the house to look nice. Now, 
there you can see it's slightly different. That's not considered to be masakin, because you're not trying to be masakin the bed so the bed should look nice. The bed doesn't look nice. That's what the Raman was talking about. No, here I'm making the bed so that the house should be mechubbas. It's called the Kovit Shabbos. It's a very, very fine chiduk. something to think about. But coming back to the Ma'aril, I think that's what the Peshat in the Ma'aril. If a person uses this Shibayla Shuol, well then that's clearly not just to clean it. That's to make it shine. Well then that's, that's being Masakin Kli. That's making the Kli look nice. In the Maisa, that story which took place, Anachanami was just rinsing it out with water. But he said to him, since it's so near to the end of Shabbos, what are you doing? So the Maharash said, you're quite correct. I wasn't doing it in order that I'm going to be able to use it on Mitzvah Shabbos, because that would be Hachono. I was doing it so that it shouldn't get black, so the Kli shouldn't look all dirty. In which case, that's being Masakin. And he said, therefore, Roy Lahachmir. That, we said, is Peshat in the Maharal. I think, I, I, I believe that's an emistic of Peshat in the, in the, in the, in the Maharal. The Sha'atian, just one, one or two last points, the Sha'atian brings from the Prima Godim, that according to the Maharil, you wouldn't be allowed to, I mean, it's pretty posh, but you can't, you can't shine, if you wash your cutlery, your silver cutlery, um, you can't rub it hard to make it shine. And that happens also, um, if you're, in days where you'd sharpen knives, that would be an Isil Mamachik, as it happens. Um, according to what we've said, it would seem that if you've got glasses, as in glasses, uh, I suppose it's, even with glasses you wear, but I'm talking about glasses you drink from, and you uh, you wash them out, so you want to dry them for the meal. That's fine. But what if it, when you when you when you dry them, you press it really hard to get rid of all those watermarks? So unless you're somebody who that for you watermarks means it's not clean, it would seem that that should be awesome because you're not doing it for cleanliness. You're doing it so that the cliche looks nice. That's masaking. That's what it would seem. Nonetheless, Rishlam Zalman is brought in the, in Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa. He was matter. He said because that it's only if you use like a detergent, you use a shibbeli shul. If you just use water, you're not using any any other substance. He doesn't see you're just simply using water and then a, a rag, a, a cloth. He doesn't see any any is in that. But the 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 shmir shabbos kilchos is mitzayin to the chayy adam in kanirah. It seems that that, that uh, Rav Moiva was already being ma'ira that from the that the chayy adam already says that there's a difference once once it's clean and you're doing it to make it shine. That's terchay yaseiro. So Tzorachian, as I said, I, I personally would have said that to get rid of the watermarks for the normal person would be problematic. That's in, in my humble opinion. Let's continue na- on now with the Gemara. We're at the bottom of Nunomadalev. So with what have you, who have you been making that the price which says Nesa and Chal is Mutter, because it's Dabba Shem is coming, Rabbi Shimon, that goes to Rabbi Shimon. So Amos Sefer, let's take a look at the Sefer. Well, the Sefer, that, that price that finishes, it says, But you can't use the Nesa and Chal to put on your hair. Because we're worried that hair is going to fall out. Now, be Rabbi Shimon, if it's Rabbi Shimon, it's the author of that b'risa, Mishra Koshori. He allows you to put Nesa and Chod on the head. How do we know that? This time, as we learned in a Mishnah in Nozir, that Nozir Chayfei for Mephasfes. That a Nozir, he's allowed to, Mephasfes, um, Rashi says elsewhere, it's an expression of like a Megari, like or you smoothen out your hair and a, uh, and, and what's the other one is, sorry, that's the chayfid, that's chayfid. Well, fast base means you separate the hairs. You run, you run your fingers through your hairs to separate them out a little bit. So that a nozit is allowed to do. But he's not allowed to use a comb. That he can't do. Okay, he can't use a comb because the comb is psikresha. A comb will definitely, says Rashi, a comb will definitely make the hairs come out. We'll come back to that in a second. But what you see is, we said nozit chayfid or mafasfes. What are you being chayfid with? Abad means with Nesa and Chal. 
How do I know that? Tosha says, because the, it continues on there, it says, Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Rabbi Ishmael says, Lo yochot reshebo Adom. Adoma includes Nessa. Nessa and Chol. So he, he, Rabbi Shmuel disagrees. He says, you can't. Again, we'll come back to that as Hashem later. But Akopon, and this is Rabbi Shimon speaking, that it's not Sikresha that the hair will come out if you're Chayfif with, with, um, with Nessa and Chol. So who had it on Shabbos? According to Rabbi Shimon, you'd be able to do it. So if that Brisa which says that you can use the Nessa and the Chol, on the, on the clay kesser. Is Rabbi Shimon, then why in the Sefer does it say that you can't use it on your hair on Shabbos? According to Rabbi Shimon, you can. Eloho Rabbi Yehudi. Rather, both of them must be Rabbi Yehuda. Which rate Tanoi Ali with Rabbi Yehuda? And it's two. It's Machlix Tanoi, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Hai Tanoi Ali with Rabbi Yehuda, Sobar, um, Gorir. The one who says that you can't use Nes and Chol on the, on the clay kesser, he holds that it, there's at least a chance, that it will um, scrape away some of the silver, in which case it's mamachik. The high tana, and the other tana, the one who's mate hold, nah, it definitely will not be gorer. Obviously, you have to say that occasionally it does, and the question is, are we? Is that even included in davar shemis kavin? If it's so, if it's so rare, that, that's what you'd have to say. So the Gemara says, kinto. So again, have you been making it? What have you said, Krabiyoto. In other words, the b'risa which is matir is Rabbi Yehuda. So you work through the b'risa like this. You can use the nesa and the chal on the silver because that definitely won't come to mamachik. But you can't use it on your hair because that's double shame is covering. It may make the hair fall out. Continue on. Amos sefer. Avopon of the other but you can use it on your on your face, hands, and feet. What do you mean? Hova avaseil, but it's going to remove the hair. Says so it was Bishlama if it would have been Rabbi Shimon. Then potentially I could have said, although it doesn't fit because of the, the Mishnah in Nozir, but potentially I could have said with the hair on the head, that's Psikresha. Whereas the hair on the face is Dovash Emis Kavin. That's why there's a Chiluk. But if you're saying the, the hair on the head is Rabbi Yehuda, it's Dovash Emis Kavin, well then surely the hair on the face is also going to be Dovash Emis Kavin. It may be less likely, but it's still going to be Dovash Emis Kavin. Still, there's a good chance it'll happen. How does that fit with Rabbi Yehuda? So Ivo Yisema, you can either say Bekotam, we're talking about a child, a child doesn't have any facial hair. Ivo Yisema, or you can say Beisho, we're talking about a woman, doesn't have facial hair. Ivo Yisema, or we're talking about a Suris, um, who also does not have any facial hair. Now just a, a few Ha'oris to think about as we, as we continue on, is in Rashi Indibar Maskanum of says, you know why you're allowed to run your fingers through your hair? He says, um, since you're not mechavin, it's muta. It must be gained. Rabbi Shimon. He says, if you look at Rashi there, he says of this. So you see, nes and chol zimnin de'enomeshes. Sometimes it doesn't make the hair fall out. It's not similar to psikreishah. Sounds like if the hair would definitely fall out, then it's similar to psikreishah. Similar? What do you mean similar to psikreishah? That's her aura number one. Her aura number two is next Rashi. Because it'll definitely make the hair fall out, i.e. it's psikresha. So Tosfus is Miramis to the Gemara, and Miramis to a question in other words, some Roshanian ask it as a question, that the Gemara in Nozah says it's not psikresha. The Loshan is there, When he uses a comb, his kavana is to rip out those loose hairs. That's not psikresha, that's malacha mamash. That's his kavana. Psikresha means, well, I didn't have intent for it, but it's definitely going to happen. So it says, good, that's good. What's going on over here? That's our number two. 
Now, the Ritva answers that question. The Ritva answers that question. And we'll, again, we'll come back to the Ritva. I'll just tell you what he says. He says, Avada doesn't mean that the person has intention to rip out those hairs. What it means is that anyone who combs his hair, whether he likes it or not, he's going to be ripping. If you want to comb your hair, then you're going to want to get rid of those loose hairs. So even if you didn't actually have the intention for that, it's as good as having the intention. We'll explain what that means by the uh, a little further on. Let's just finish off. Let's continue on a little further, just a little further in the Gemara first. Omer Rabbi Yehuda. Afar shori. You're allowed to use crushed up brick, so Rashi explains it, uh, to be chayfif on his face, even if he does have a beard. That's perfectly fine. Omer Rabbi said Rabbi Kuspa di Yasmin Shori. If you've got, Kuspa di Yasmin Rashi says is the, the Pesodes of Sesame. That's also, it's fine. Next one, Omarova Afar Pilpale Shori. If you've ground, ground up pepper, that's also permitted. Omarav Shesha, so Rav Shesha said, Bardo Shori. Bardo's also allowed. What's that, my Bardo? So Omarav Yosef said, Rav Yosef, Tilto Aholo. Th- it's made up of three ingredients. A third, Aloe. Uh, the Tilto Aso. A third myrtle, the tiltal sigle, and a third of violets. So Omar Rav Nechemia Bar Yosef, so Rav Nechemia Bar Yosef said, Bereid Rav Yosef, it should say, Kolecha Zeleko Ruba Aholo Shabbat Domi. Don't think it's Dafka if, because the problematic ingredient, by the way, is the is the aloe, is the aholo. He says it's not Dafka if it's, if it's a third, even up to a half. Yeah, as long as you don't have roiv aloe, it's perfectly permissible. Once you've got rove, then it's already problematic, because then it will definitely cause the hair to, to uh, fall out. Fine. And that's the way we paskin, as it says here. The interesting thing is that this. If you take a look at the Rambam, the Rambam in two places. He goes in one place, he goes through even more. He goes through the list of all things you can use. And he says about make sure that aloe is not the majority, but he does not mention Neser and Chol. Not in Shabbos in two places, and not in Hilchas Naziris either. He does not mention Neser and Chol. Says the Lechem Mishnah, the reason is because the Raman Pasman is like that shit of Rabbi Shmuel we mentioned earlier, that Tosfus brings. He says, Mephurish and Purish and Mishnah, like Rabbi Shmuel. They speak about why he passes, that's a separate question. But he passes like Rabbi Shmuel, that Lo Yoch of Roshabah you're not allowed to use Nesa Ochel, that's the equivalent to Nesa Ochel, on your head, the Fishimeshe Saseo, because it will cause the hair to, um, to fall out. Um, in other words, even though we pass with Rabbi Shmuel, that only Sikresha is forbidden. Obviously, Rabbi Shmuel holds that this is considered to be Sikresha. Now, what is the Machlokas, Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Shmuel? Both hold only Sikresha is forbidden. So, why does Rabbi Shmuel consider it to be Sikresha and Rabbi Shmuel not? So, one shot could be the Meiri writes elsewhere, the Masefta, he writes that you should know that Sikresha doesn't have to be 100%. If it's Kimat, definitely going to happen, that's already considered Sikresha. So, it could be that over here, it's also Korib Levatai. And the question is just how, how near to Vada it's got to be to be considered Psikresha. That's one way of explaining it. Another way of explaining it is it could be like this. That even Rabbi Shmuel agrees it's not Psikresha Mamash. But it, it's Shechiach enough that it will be awesome at Rabbonah. It's like Psikresha. And what we gain with that is, it could be that's Pshat and Rashi as well. We ask, what did Rashi mean below Domi the Psikresha Vila Yomus? Yeah? If you take a look at Rashi, Amonessa, uh, Rashi three lines down again. It must be sometimes it doesn't make it fall out. It's not doing that. And if it does always make it fall out, 
it would be similar to Pesach Reisha? The answer is Rashi is coming up with it from Shittas Rabbi Yishmael. The Rabbi Yishmael says it's, it's frequent enough that it should be similar to Pesach Reisha. It's not Mamash Pesach Reisha. It's also Midr Abonon Alts Pesach Reisha. That's what we'd like to suggest. The Merkemah Samishna, he's Ma'ira. If you take a look at the Lashon of the Rambam, the Ram does not write, he never says Chayel. He keeps saying it's also, which the, the, the rule is, he says it's also, it sounds like it's an Isidra Abonon. Now, as it happens in the case of Chafif Askevei he also writes, again, it sounds like it's an Isidra Abonon. And the question is why? This Psych ratio? The person's Chayel Achatos for that. The Teretz is, says the, says the Merkemah Samishnah, once again, the same Yisoyed. Because since you can separate the Heta, the Maise Heta, from the Maise Issa, in other words, you could do the Khafifa without causing hairs to drop out. In other words, even if you use a comb. You don't have to use a comb, you can do it with your fingers. And if you did it with your fingers, it won't definitely make the hair fall out. So there's a way of doing the Heta without the Issa. So then you can say, I'm Machavim for the Heta and not for the Issa. The same you said that we discussed on Khaftes. And therefore, it's Dov Hashem Miskavim, it's not Psikrashim. So why is it Osama Durabonon? The answer is Osama Durabonon because of the Chashash you may come to have Kavono to rip out the heads. That's what the, 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 uh, the, um, the Mekhevah Samishna said. So we said with that, it could be, that's another way of explaining why Rashi says, Vilodomi the Psikrashim Vilodomis. Because as we discussed at great length on Dach Chavtes, the Shitta of Rashi is also like the Rambam in that. that what the Mekhevah Samishna writes is in the Shitta of the Rambam, a very long piece that the Mekhev Samishna has at the beginning, at the beginning of Hilchah Shabbos, and we said that Rashi and Zavokhev is also like that. The shit of Rashi is also, if you could split the two, you could say I have Kavana for one and not for the other, and it's, so therefore that's why Rashi says, because even if the Nessa and the Chol, even if the Nessa and the Chol did make the hair fall out, in other words, it would definitely make it fall out, it wouldn't be Manash Pesikresha, because, the fact that I could do it without the Nesen Chol shows that I could split the Chafifo from the ripping out of the hair. So therefore I could say, even when I do use the Nesen Chol, I'm not interested in ripping out the hair. I'm only interested in, I'm only interested in um, sort of making, making the hair nice and smooth, make, make, making it nice. That's, that's, that's all I'm really interested in. I'm not interested in the hair, in r- ripping out the hair. So that's why Rashi says will dominate the creation. Because if it would make it sort of come out, it would be similar to Psyche creation, then maybe like the Rama, it would be awesome Adarabon. Once again it would be awesome Adarabon. That's what it means it would be Domed of creation. And with this with this uh, with this Yusuf, we can now also explain now what the Ritzbon meant earlier. We said that Rashi says if you use a comb, then it will definitely make the hair fall out. So Tosha says that's not what the Gomorrah Dino is creation, right? It's creation. It's not Psychration. The Gemara says in Nazi, you're Kavona, it's Bekavona, it's not Psikresha, you have Kavona to rip out the hairs. So says that it's all, no, that's not what the Gemara means in, in Nazi. You didn't necessarily have that Kavona. But since it's inevitable, if you want to comb your hair, you're going to have to rip out those hairs, then it's counted as you've had Kavona. That's the same you said. Because if you're using a comb, you cannot sort of separate your hairs in the way you do with a comb with, and, 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 with, with any other means. The only way of doing it is with a comb. And the only way to reach this end is because what's blocking, what's stopping you, what's stopping the hairs being nicely separated is the answer is those, those uh, so, uh, the the the, uh, the nimanabudul dodis, those loose hairs which are entangled in the hair. That is what's stopping the hair separating nicely. So therefore, the only way, 
the only way I can achieve my end is by ripping out those hairs. There's no way of separating the hairs without ripping out those loose hairs. And therefore, that's, that's what it means. That it's, it's counted as you've done it with Kavana. That's Pshat and Psikratia. That even though you didn't have intents, you only wanted A and not B, but since A cannot be separated from B, Kavana for A means automatically Kavana for B. Okay? Um, well, as I said, according to the Raman, as it happens, even if you did use a code, the Raman says, Mafurish in, in Hilkes Nasiris, there would be no Malkus. You see, the Raman obviously holds it still, you can separate one, one from the other. Um, just a few, a uh, few other points here. The Ritzvah says that, uh, there's no Issa based on this Kamara, uh, that we've said it's only a problematic with Psyk He says there's no problem touching your beard on Shabbos, because he says that's not Psyk He says the Pella, those who are, who are Machme, not to put their hands on their beard on Shabbos, he says we pass in Arab Shimon, it shouldn't be a problem. There's a very, very lengthy Teshuvah of the Rivosh, which we may speak about at greater length on Daf Pe'alaf, when the Sugya sort of comes again there, where he talks about combing one's hair on Shabbos, and he says, Abad, it's forbidden. The only way to do it beheta, and it's brought from the Mishnah Bura, is number one, you have to have a soft brush, not a comb. A comb will always be psikrish, it's got to be a soft brush. Um, they also add you should do it very, very carefully. Um, it should also, so it shouldn't be up in the chal, it should be miyucha, the brush set aside for Shabbos. And if you want to be yotz in the mind, modcha, which brought from the Shabbatin, it should be a small brush, which is therefore not a brush which is normally used for a person to, uh, for an adult to use to, 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 to uh, brush their hair. Um, and that's, that's really the, the only way to be able to do it on Shabbos. Then it won't be psikresha, it won't be ubdin duchal. But as the Shem will speak more about that um, in good time. Just very briefly, there's a Mordechai who says that, um, he writes, that, that it would appear that it's mutter to wash your hands. When he brings this whole sugi, he says you can wash your hands with mursan or efek kira, or the, or the ashes of the kira on Shabbos, if they are mugubal before, before Shabbos. And if they were not Mugubal before Shabbos, then what you should do is take them in your hand when they're dry and pour water onto your hand afterwards. So it should be Gibbal, it should be Losh, in other words, kneading through a shin. Now, that's brought in the Shulchan Aruch. And the Mishnah Bura says, and Mishnah Bura, the Bialocha, speaks about it. And he says, even though the Mordechai is mate to pour the water onto the Mursun when it's in his hand, and that's what the Rebush writes as well, Lahalokha, you can even take, you can take them in your hands, even if your hands are already wet. So they're, they're a bit, bit wet. Because even though, in such a case, then you would have to be careful not to need on Shabbos, um, even with a shinu, yeah, um, unless you put the water there on Arab Shabbos. These are all the halachs of which, which we haven't learned yet. The Hainu, if you put the water in there before Shabbos, then you would, you'd be able to need without a shinu. But if you're putting the water on there on Shabbos, you have to do it with a shinui. So you would have said here, wait, it's not a shinui, you're, you're putting the, you're putting the mursum there first. Uh, sorry, you're, you've got the water on your hands first, and then you're putting the mursum there. He says here, since you're not actually putting the water mamash on the mursum, you know, actually, your hands are just a bit wet, so you won't say it's mursum with the and even though the Mogginah Brahm is mistopic about this, la he says you could be made. I'm, I'm just basically praising what, what the Mishnah Burra says there. And I said, we haven't really learned that of Salisha, so just to flash long, I'll I've mentioned that. But the Ramal continues, and this is, this is Megayatas. He says, it's forbidden, the Ramal continues there, it's forbidden to wash one's hands with salt. Right? The reason is because when you wash your hands with salt, the salt dissolves, and it's a it's malacha of Neilad, similar to malacha, uh, but obviously salt water, he says, Abadah says, Mishra Bura is mutter. 
And says the Ramah, the kol shekin b'boiris is sha'ar chilev shinimach al-yodov ba'avinoidah. Kol shekin, if you're using some sort of soap or other type of fat, which dissolves on your hand, that's definitely noidah. And the Morgan Abram says, so is the Morgan Abram, because it's similar to crushing, crushing, um, we'll learn about this better Hashem still, but crushing uh, a snow or ice, which is also because of noidah. Says the Morgan Abram, the Shilti Gibayim says that Yesh Matirin was there. They make a chiluk. Now, even though the Ramah has said it's forbidden, yeah, he says there are those who want to make a chiluk. Why? Because in the case of Shelag and Borod, why can't you crush it? Because what are they there for? For their water. Finally, they melt. They're there to be used as water. So therefore, we're worried. If we allow you to crush it, you may come to squeeze out fruit, which are also made lamashkin. Masha'inkin, when you're talking about soap, or, or other types of chaylev, which are not there lamashkin, so so what if it sort of uh, melts down? So the yesh martirin, and they say it's motor lechatzchil. Right? That's what's brought in the Morgan Abraham. Says the Bi'ahalacho that the Gon, he sides with the with the, with, the, with the opinion of many Gedele Apeskin, that even on a weekday, you're not allowed to use chilev or any other form of soap which, which has got uh, which has got chilev inside it. Why? Because we say sicha kishtiyo. That just like you're not allowed to, obviously, you're not allowed to drink chilev, eat chilev, it's, it's, it's a trade. You're also sicha, also anointing it, since it goes in your skin, that's kishtiyo. At least al-kaponim, it's also medirabonon, not like the rabbeinu tam. In nidor, we would say, say it's mutter. Says the Bi'alokom, Miu Minna Ko'odom Nuchitz Babeshabon, the Minna Ko'odom is not like that. Just, he's a Medaktkin, there are some who are Medaktkin, Medaktkin, they're, 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 they're careful about this. And he says, if you can get soap which is kosher, to be, he says, Babadi Nochin Lodas, Lodas Hamachim Yodah. If you can get hold of one with, which is basically definitely, which is kosher, Avada, you should do so. Now the Chazanish says, it could be, we only say Sikha Kishtio when it's Royal Achilo. But if it's not Royal Achilo, then it loses its shame issa. Shame issa chilev, it loses, if it's tebel, it's no longer tebel. Similarly, in a similar sense, Rishlam Zalman writes in it, I think in a letter, he says when it comes to um, soap for Pesach, maybe it's got Tarevus of Chomets in there, he says it's definitely possible me'achilas kelev, and therefore you don't have to worry about it at all. Now what about our soap nowadays, with regard to Shabbos? So the Mishnah Brura says, he brings from the Sefer Tzferes Yisrael, that our soap, which is soft, is definitely a problem of mamachik. Definitely a problem of mamachik. I think he's still talking about the soap bars, by the way. But um, it's soft and you're, you're smoothing it down. That, that, that's going to be mamachik. And uh, he says, number two, this is all this Pharisee soil speaking. He says that um, from Rashi, it's mashma that, that that's bonus causes the hair to come out. So that's another problem. And so to the run right of this, and he finishes off the chenu minna kolisrolach. The minna gans kolisrolach to be machme. So now, what about our soap? Our soap, we got, we're not talking about soap bars anymore. Our soap, by the way, does not make her hair drop out as far as I know. But definitely, if you've got a soap bar, that's a problem of mamachik. But what about the liquid soaps you get? So Ramosha Feinstein is actually mahmi. He was cheshish, even if it's liquid, it could be that's still mamachik, uh, because it sort of froths up. Because he wants to say it could still be mamachik, and he says, therefore, in his house, they were mahmi. Nonetheless, I've seen that uh, Rabbi Yashif says the menach is, they've already been martyred, and in Shabbos they say that they heard from Rabbi Yashif, I think, he made no chiluk how, whether it's very liquidy or it's not so liquidy, no difference. Whereas Rimlissim Karelitz wants to say that uh, if, if it's thick, if it's rather thick, you should be machm, because we don't know at which point it becomes, it becomes solid and subject, and others uh, becomes more than just liquid, and it becomes subject to mamachik. 
And I think that's the menag of many people is that they water down any soap which is not so liquidy, they water it down a little bit uh, to be able to use it for Shabbos. Let's continue on in the Gemara now. He asked the following Shaila. What's the thing to be on Shabbos? Rashi learns that means you've got olives which are a bit bitter. So what they would do is they would bang it on stones in order to sweeten it up to make them a little sweeter. The way Toshis explains Rashi is that that means to say the Shaila is uh, can you be misaking the Eichel on Shabbos? Is that a problem? So um, so he said to them who, who is martyred for you to do it on a, on a weekday? There's a problem because when you bang it on the stone, the way Rashi's learning it, the liquid comes out and it goes to waste. That's hefsedofen, it's Now, Tosfus doesn't like this. I mean, the, the, I mean, the Tosfus Yashonim says, number one, this doesn't really belong here. It belongs in Hilchis Chita, really. Um, as I said, although Tosfus says it's to do with Tikkun Eichner, but it doesn't really belong here. What's, what's this Gemara doing here? Let's put it that way. What's, how did Psyasetim come in over here? Um, number two, what's, what do you mean hefsedofen? This is the way you're, you're making the food edible. That's not hefstochelen. That's not bartashlis. So rather, the rit, the rashbar, many, many Roshonim explain that the connection is it's a continuation of the previous Gemara. And we're talking about you're using your potato, the zayton, to get the juice in order to wash your hands with. And that was the shayla. Can you do that on Shabbos? It's continuing from the previous Gemara. So, um, in fact, as it could even be for your, for your hand, your, for your face and feet as well. But that's the continuation from the, from the, from the previous Gemara. So he responded, how can you do that? To use it, it's, it's, it's food. You can't use that to wash your hands. That is, that's a problem of, of Hefzadoch. So the Gemara says, And by the way, one question we've got to think about is, why did Rashi not learn that? It makes a lot of sense, that Pshat. Why did Rashi not learn that? Let's continue on. Let's say that he's arguing with Shmuel. The Omar Shmuel, because Shmuel says, A person can use the bread to forward his Sarachim. So, so to me, the same thing with the maize, with the may, uh, with, the, with that, um, with the water which comes out. We'll, we'll, we'll just go with, with, uh, with most Roshonim's Pshat now. Let's say the Rith. Um, because that's the way we're passing in our So you're allowed to use it to wash your hands. So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. Omri, they answered, pass lo Yeah, you're allowed to use the bread, but it doesn't become more. So you can still eat afterwards. It doesn't become repulsive. Hani me'ise. Whereas here, According to Rashi, I'll just mention, right, the juice goes out to waste, it goes on the floor. It's now moist, you're not going to be able to use it. According to the other Rishonim, once you've washed your hands with it, washed your face or feet with it, it's moist. That's how other even Shmuel agrees is, uh, is no good. Fine. That's, that's the, the, the end of that little bit of Gomorrah. So, the Mogan Avram, in his Hadamah to Simon Kufayin Aleph and Sikhot and Aleph there, he points out, he says, we've got a Gomorrah later on on Kufches, where he talks about a person uh, soaking a piece of bread in wine, and he puts it as an eye patch on. You're allowed to do that. So he says, you see from there, that even if it's going to become moss, I mean, you're not going to be able to eat that piece of bread afterwards, but if you're doing it for Tzorech Refuah, it's mutter. He says, and so do you find other Gomorrahs, for example, they used to take wine, and they used to be mazali, they used to, uh, to make the room smell nice, and to make the earth settle, they used to be mazali for yain. And various other things, you know, um, uh, they used to uh, uh, anoint their body, right, with with, with uh, wine and all these sort of things. You see, even if it's not lirapur, if there's a tzorech ha'odam in it, it's mutter. If there's a tzorech ha'odam for it, and he even goes further, he says, he brings from the Rambam, as long as you're not doing it derech bizu you'll be eater, right? sort of a, a complete ingrate to the rabbinish and an absolute waste, it's mutter. And therefore, he says, 
says Mogan Avram, that's why we find it's actually discussed, but you're, if, if you don't have any water, we find the idea that you can wash your hands with other mashka. It's not, it's not Derek I says the Mogan Avram, so what's going on in Agamara about here, Ptia Zaysen? He says the reason is because over there, you didn't have to use the Zaysen, you could have just used ordinary soap. So therefore, if you could have used something else, Elachan is problematic. So it comes out according to the Mogan Avram, as long as there's a Tzorech HaOdom in it, Perfectly mutter, unless you could have used something else, a non-food item. The Bira Alokha does not like this. He says because if that's the case, then what about anointing your body with with uh, with oil? You shouldn't be able to do that because you can use soap. Says the says the the Bira Alokha, there's no makara for the Morgan Abraham, and he wants to say therefore a different club. It's got nothing to do with whether I can use something else. It's got to be the Zetzerech Odo. That's number one. And number two, it's the derech ha'olam. He says, the p'tziah zeisim, that's not the normal, that's not normal. Therefore, you can't do it. Even though there's a serech ha'olam. The case of the, whereas when you anoint yourself with oil, that's serech ha'olam, and that is the norm. Right? But then he speaks more about, he, he speaks about washing your hands with, with mashke. He says that that's not so posh what the, what the Morgan Avram, um, um, what the Morgan Avram says about washing your hands. That, that's not really, that's not really for, for, for our study right now. So in order to be Miyashi the Morgan Avram, we suggested the following. In Brochus, we talked about, obviously this whole sugi comes in Brochus there. And one of the things it talks about there is they used to draw wine through pipes in front of a chosun and kalon. And the question is there, but surely the wine is going to become repulsive, it's going to go on the floor. So some Rishonim learned they, they used to block it with their finger. So the, the wine didn't become moles. But the Rashbos says no. Since the Iker Simchas Chosun Vekalon, the Iker Mitzvah Simchas Chosun Vekalon was through this wine, Therefore, it's, it's perfectly permissible. Masha Enkin says the, the Rashba to, to throw, they used to throw um, uh, bits of uh, um, uh, wheat, chit and cloyers. That's not the ikka, that's just a, it's misameach kitas, that you've got to be careful. That's what the Rashba says. So perhaps, perhaps we suggested maybe you could extend that yesod and say that's what the Morgan Avram meant. The Morgan Avram meant, in the case of Psyas Zaysim, well, you can use, you can use, uh, you can use soap. So since you can use soap, there's no you can't say that psiasis and that's the ikka way of doing it. On the contrary, probably soap is a more normal way of doing it. So therefore, you have to use the soap. Masha Enkin, when you're anointing with oil, that is the ikka way of doing it. How do you make your skin nice and soft? Not with soap. On the contrary, soap is damaging. You use oil. Could be our types of soaps are, are actually the damaging type. But it could be the main thing is the oil. That is the ikka way of doing it. The only thing is it's not much, much so much from the Morgan Abraham that that is pshat as it happens. It doesn't, doesn't sound right in there. Especially as it won't answer the kashas of Natila Sudain. But I saw a beautiful teret, such a simple teret from Rabbi Swadi Akafisha. Never ever saw this. We didn't, there's uh, quite a few of the points we discussed today, we did not discuss in the shade, by the way. So there are quite a few uh, additional points. And Rabbi Swadi Akafisha says, says a very Gishmaka board. He says, the whole nizen here is only with something, you wash your hands with the mesesim. Then where does it go? It goes onto the floor. It's still in existence afterwards. It's bit moss. He says, when you, Rub oil into your skin, it's gone. That above is mutter. Because it's not left afterwards unusable. It's inside your skin. That's perfectly fine. The kasha of the Mogin Avram was, but if I've told you that anything where there's a Surah Adam is mutter, so what about Ptiasesim? Because that doesn't go inside your skin, you're just washing it and then it goes onto the floor. How can you, why, so but if there's a Surah Adam, why should that be mutter? So he says, there, since it's going to be, it's going to be, It'll be still um, uh, in existence after you've washed your hands, and it's possible to use something else. You're not allowed to use the. You're not allowed to be 
So use the mezayim for that. But in the case of the oil where you're rubbing it into your skin, now you could use something else. But I'm not required to use something else because it's going inside my skin and it's not going to be in existence afterwards to potentially be used. And then you're going to say, oh, but it can't be used because it's mollus. You won't have that potential afterwards. And therefore, the, the, the Rishon Yaakov Fisher says he believes that Ikka is like the Pesach and the Mogin Abram. So we, we mentioned a couple of Shaidas, which has sort of come up, one particularly recently, is that because of health and safety, they, 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 apparently they've said, and an officer, whoever it is, have said that in schools, in the kindergarten, they're not allowed to have sand pits anymore. Well, I suppose they're, they're, they're worried that the kid may have to swallow, swallow the sand. So what do they use instead? They, they use uh, raw, raw rice or, um, or pasta or things like this. Are you allowed to do that? So, based on what we've said, is there a Tzerech Adam? There's definitely a Tzerech Adam. The children play with it. That's a Tzerech Adam. So according to the Morgan Avram, the Tzerech Adam, that's good enough. The only thing is, could I use something else? You could very much, you could definitely seem to argue that I can't use something else because health and safety regulations said we can't use anything else. And if there's packet, there's nothing else other than sand, all these things, then it would seem according to the Morgan Avram, it seems it should be definitely Muta. According to the Mishnah Brura, Remember, it's not to do with whether you can do something else. It's got to be the Tzorchad, which we said there is. The, the other question is, is it, is it a Derech Benayodam? Well, it seems it is going to be the, become the norm, at least in the schools. But obviously, you'd have to be Mavara, you'd have to be Mavara in the Metzias. Um, as it happens, there's other reasons to be, to be Matir. Um, number one, and this comes back to, why did Rashi not learn like Tosus? I mean, like the Rif, etc. It could well be because of the Kash and the Morgan Avron. I.e., if the thing is about washing your hands with the zetim, of course that's mutter. Why is it any different to to anoint uh, to, to um, the, um, when they when they being mezalik with wine or these sort of things? So as we said, the long Abraham gave an answer because because it's it's, it's possible it's possible to use something else in the case of the psiyas zetim. But it could be Rashi had that question, and Rashi holds to wash your hands with mezalik. It's perfectly mutter. The Hainu Rashi holds anything which has got a tzerech oda. There's no Indian about Tashkas in it. Whether it's the Derek Benayodom, whether it's possible with something else, it makes no difference. In which case, we've got Shittas Rashi. Obviously, we don't normally pass in but as a sniff, that would definitely be a help us over here. Because it's definitely a Serech Adam, so we don't even have to go any further, according to Rashi. Another point is, the Tosfus and Brachas that Roshani will speak about, that over here, the Gemara said, that Shmuel allows, you can use the pass, only if it's not going to become Moors. That's what we just said. The problem is that there's the Gemara in Brachas where it's talking about washing your hands with wine. So there's a Machlech that Tanakama and Rabbi Yezah whether you can wash your hands with wine. Tanakama, the, the Rabbanon say, no, you can't. Rabbi Yezah says, you can. Machlech Chachom and Rabbi Yezah. Rabbi Yezah says, you can if the wine has not yet been diluted. And the Gemara says that Shmuel goes like Rabbi Yezah. Wait a second, once you wash your hands with the wine, the wine is now Moz. And we, I thought we just said over here that Shmuel says, if the bread becomes Moz, you won't be able to do it. So what's going on? So there's various answers to this. It could be that the, the two sugiyas disagree with one another, but what the Ritzvah says over there, or what the Ritzvah says over here, in fact, and it goes to the Shittos with what he says over there, is that when the wine has not yet been diluted, legabi this halacha, not you have to make a broch on it, but legabi this halacha is not considered to be oichel, and therefore the Issa doesn't apply. The Issa doesn't apply. Why we say Shmuel therefore goes dach with Rabbi Yezah, that he explains. And he writes the same thing in, 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 uh, in Brochus, and he says in Brochus, that could be, according to that, it could be, it would be mutter, that would be where it comes from, it would be mutter to throw um, raw wheat, wheat kernels, and things like that, at the chosom. Why? 
because at that it's above it. We find Kosei's Chitin. But regarding this halacha, it's not considered to be Oichel. And in fact, the, the, the Mishnah Brewer brings that, although in Shulchan Aruch says you've got to be careful when you throw the Kosei, goes in Chassanim, etc. But the Sharat Tzirin, he brings this, he brings it as a Shittim says, but it's, as we've got it, it's a ritual, ritual of the Shittim says in Brachos, that anything which is not yet pro- properly Royal Achila, there's no Issa. So according to that, the raw rice is definitely, and the raw pasta is not yet Royal Achila. Uh, again, if you did eat it, it could be, you'd have to make a brothel, but it, the Gabi Dishal wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, uh, and therefore it would be, it would be, um, it would be Mutter, and therefore based on all of this, I think in that Shida, it would be perfectly permissible. Obviously, if you can get something else, that would be better, but if you can't get anything else, it would be perfectly permissible to let the children play with their rice and the, and the, um, and pasta. Let's continue on. The three of them, Yosfi, they were sitting together. They brought in front of them Bardot. So Ravashi, they washed their hands, and Mazucha did not do so. So already they said to Mazucha, Do you not hold of that word which, which Ravashi said that Bardot is mutter to use on Shabbos? So Ravashi said to them, Basically, don't ask Mazutra that. He's got a different shitter. Because even on a weekday he holds, you can't use Baradol. Why? Because he holds like that which, uh, and doesn't even hold like that. Even on a weekday he wouldn't say you could use it. So, he holds like that which we learned in the Bryser. If a person's got bits of sir, they've gone crusty, that's why it's called galde, or, uh, or scabs, he's allowed to um, take them off. Shall be sorry if they're on his flesh. Come out on a weekday. The short sorrow if it's if it's causing him pain. In Bishvili Yapis, but if it's in order to beautify himself, also that's forbidden because of Leil Dash Gevas Sim Lasisha. The Inu commands of Ruas. So who did they hold like that you can use this bar? Even though it's going to be taking off bits of hair, which is Leil Dash. They held Kiyad Etanid like that which we learned in Abraisa. Rokei told them Pono Beyod Avelagalo B'Chol Yom. A person can wash his face, hands, and feet every day. Bishvili Kono, we should do so. Uh, because of his creator, Mishum Shinem, because it says, Kol Po'al Hashem Lamanu, Pekita, everything, Hakol Bora Lechvoido. And the idea is, that number one, we've, we've, uh, number one, that, um, Ki so you have to look fitting. And number two is, that, uh, we, people, when you see a, uh, Brias noise, you actually make a brach on it. So in that sense, it's, it's, uh, you're, you're being behind this, people can make a brach, I suppose, if, if he was a Brias noise. Fine. The Ritva says, and that's the way we paskin. We paskin, Kol Po'al Hashem Lema'aneu, and therefore, even if you do a B'derach Kishut, if you're doing it because of Kvot Shomayim, it's perfectly mutter. One thing which is absolutely poshut is, though, that L'chulei Amo, if it's because of Tsar, it's mutter. Yeah? Even if it's a Maiseh Shal Kishut. Even if it's a Maiseh of Kishut, if it's, you're doing it because of Tsar, it's mutter. Now, Tosva says, what if it's not actually causing me physical pain, but it's very, very embarrassing for me to walk amongst people like this? And Mordechai adds to that Tosus. He says it would appear the people who have uh, excess hair on their hands and they're embarrassed to be seen amongst people because of that, they'd be allowed to take it off because there's a Shida which was asked to many, many Rabbonim. There was a certain young Rob who, um, who suddenly his head, half, half of it went, the hair went white. That means the hair, the, his beard, the payers, everything went white. And the other half all stayed black. And he was extremely embarrassed. And obviously everyone was talking about it. And the Shire went back. No one really knew what to say. So it came to the Sholem And the Sholem he's got a show about it. 
And in the end, he's matted based his main the main basis for his hatter is because it's an issa de rabbonon. So based on that, he's able to find a uh, he's able to find a hatter. But in the the shut mariash kenazi, he says no, it's a shayla of issa de rice, and therefore he says it's absolutely forbidden to. It's forbidden to, um, obviously what we're talking about here is to dye the white hairs black. He says what you can do is you can dye the, the black hairs white. So you have to be all white. That's because obviously a woman, uh, a woman wouldn't do that. So that's perfectly fine. So when I saw this, I didn't understand why, but why is, why is there not a hat of tsar? We've got Tosus, we've got the Mordechai. So I actually found the, the Mariash Kanazi, I found the Tshuva, looked at it inside. I'll be honest, I don't fully understand his full line of reasoning. But the Kitzah, especially when it comes to the Mordechai, he, he agrees that there's no real Chiluk there. You have to, he wants to say that the, the, the Mordechai is, because Dafka, when it's on the hands, so the main reason the Mordechai is being martyr is because it's only an Issa de Rabona. That's what he wants to say. But when you're talking about the hair on the head, which is a, which could be an Issa de Eraisa, to, to dye that, that he wants to say, no, there's no hair to whatsoever. Uh, it, the reason that I, I don't fully understand his line of reasoning, I find it a little, personally, a little dochuk in, in Tosus. What it could be he does mean, and this I sort of learnt out from a Teshuvah of the Shevet Halevi, where he basically says, the Shevet Halevi just writes, he says, look, instead of dyeing the half, you know, the, the half of the head which is, which is black, uh, white, dyeing it black, just dye the other half, just dye it white, and you can do it with the header. It could be, what, 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 maybe this is everything they're trying to get at, I don't know. A possible reason to be Machma would be the following. Because, true, it's exceedingly embarrassing. It's exceedingly embarrassing. But why does he choose to dye the white hair black? What's embarrassing? Because you've got half half. So dye everything white. Why do you decide to do the, the white black? That's because you still want to look younger. That's a Maisa Yipri. In other words, in the case over here with the Galdi, Tsoya, etc. Over there, there is no other way to do it. It's exceedingly embarrassing. And there's no other way of doing it other than removing it. So even though it's a Maisa Kishut, that's Mota. But where you've got half half, you're, you're absolutely correct. You're allowed to do something about it. But why do you choose to do it one way and not the other? Why do you choose to make it all black? That's because you want to be me up yourself. So you've got no head to, to, to do that. That could be the reason why, that could be a reason to be Mahmoud. I'm not sure, I, I'm not sure that's what the Mariyash Kanazi means. I don't think that's what he means. In fact, I'm pretty definitely doesn't mean that. It could be that's what the Rav Shemuel Bosna meant. I'm not sure either. But if not, I'll take that, take that on as a svara of, of, uh, of my own. I think it's a good svara. La halacha, the Stechemet speaks about it. I think the halacha, there's a big makhlaikis about it. And it probably would, a lot of things would depend on the Metzias. Let's continue on in the Gemara now. Rabbi Lozab ben Azariah Oimer, Kupo Matal Tzidah Venut HaShem HaYitzel V'chudu. This is going back on the bit in the Mishnah where it talked about if you've got your, your pot is inside a box, swaddled by the Gizit Temer, so you've, <coughs> you've managed to get the lid off. As we said, you take the lid off and the Gizit Temer on the top fall to the side. But now you want to be able to get your to get the food out. So Rabbi Lodam and Azariah says, this is the way the run explains it, that you can't take the you can't take the pot out. What you should do is you turn the, the box on its side and then you can rake out the food like that. That's what he says. I just want to add one Nakuda, and that is that from Rashi, the Loshana Rashi on the Mishnah on Memtes, he says, Kishabo little when you come to take the pot, Matehakupa al it's much when you are actually going to take the pot out. And then if you take a look at the Raman Pirish Mishnais, he learns you're taking the pot out. Now the Metzias is a little difficult to understand, but the Raman says in Pirish Mishnais, by turning the box on its side, apparently you're able to, to sort of stabilize the Gizeh Tzema in such a way that they will not cave in. I don't know how, I don't know why, 
But that seems to be the Matthias, the the Rambam, and seemingly the Firashi. But the Ram learns the Peshat is, turn the box on its side and take the food out, but do not take the pot out, because we're worried, we're going to see, we're worried that the Gizei Tema will cave in. And so it's Yonta, favors the Peshat to the Ram. Omer Rabbi Abba, Omer Rabbi Chia Barashi. HaKol Medim, everyone agrees, Shem Niskalkola Agumah, that if you did take the pot out and it caved in, Sheosra Lahachsir, you cannot put the pot back in. Everyone agrees with that. Uh, according to Rashi, because of the Gizei Tema Ramuksa, according to the Ram, even if it's Tema, it's not the not Muksa, it's because of doing Hatzmon or Tanam. So we say, we learn Tanam Mishnah Machachom, and the Chachom say, Noitel Umach, so you can take it out and put it back. Now, Hechidomi, what's the case? Idren is Kalkala Guma. If the, the, the Guma has not caved in, so Shapikom Yabon, so I want to make a lot of sense, you can put it back. Elo, so, yeah? So why would Rabbi Yazid disagree? Yeah? Why would Rabbi Yazid disagree with that? Rabbi Lotaman Azari, why would he disagree? Elo, love, rather, is it not Afagatin is Kalkala Guma? That even though that the Guma did cave in, even in such a case, and that's why Rabbi Yitzhak says it caved in, you can't put it back. Even so, the Chachom say you can put it back. So it's not true what Rabbi Abba said, Bashim Rabbi Chiyabayashi. So the Gemara says, no. The Olam Delon is Kalkala, really didn't cave in. So what's going on here? Here they're arguing about Chayshashin. The way Rashi explains this is, Rabbi Deozov and Azari is worried that if you take, if we allow you to take the pot out, maybe it will cave in and you'll come to put it back and there'll be a problem with Moksa. not worried. Take out the pot, take your food, and if it doesn't cave in, put it back. And if it does cave in, obviously you can't put it back. But we're not worried if when you'll come to put it back and you'll move the Moksa, we're not worried about that. The problem with this explanation is, it shouldn't have said Shema Niskalkel, it should say Shema Tiskalkel. Maybe it will get damaged. Now the truth is, if you look at the Rif, the Rif does have that Girsa. The Rif does have that Girsa, and the Rishash says that's what you have to see, you have to be Magi and Akumar as well. But the Emesis, the Chidushi or Rashba, says that the that his Rebbe asked this as a Kasha on Rashi's Pshat. shouldn't say Shema Niskalkel, it should say Shema Tiskalkel. And because of that, he explains differently. The Pshat is, that, that according to Rabbi Lozman Azariah, if you take the pot out, you're not allowed to just put it straight back. You have to first actually check, maybe it's caved in a little bit. Whereas the Chachom is saying, nah, no, it will just take it out. And as long as you can't see, you can just put it back, minastar. You don't have to actually be mavarer, positively be mavarer. That's the way the Rashba wants, that's the way the Rashba explains it. The Halacha, presumably unsurprisingly, is like the Rabbonon, no, tell, or and obviously, just to remember that there is this Yesh Omim, i.e. the Rambam, who says it's not only with Gizei Temer, the same, same thing would apply even with Temer Sandwich, not Muksa, because the Rambam says it's not to do with Muksa, it's to do with, with uh, Hatzmono, it's like starting over Hatzmono, so therefore, according to the Yesh Omim, if you took out the pot and you've got even Temer there, and it caves in, you would not be able to put the pot back. Finally, let's go into the last sugi now. Omar Apuna, Sedra Apuna. Hi, Silikusta. This Silikusta, Rush says, what is Silikusta? It's a, ty- it's a certain Acer which is nice to look at and it's nice to smell. And they, they take like a plant pot, fill it with earth. The Riff says, who well, if you put it in the ground, it doesn't have to be in a plant pot. And they stick it in there, and when they want to smell it, they take it out, smell it, and then put it back in the earth. So, Dotsa, Sholfa, Vahoda, Dotsa, Shoria. If before Shabbos you've stuck it into the earth, you've taken it out, and you've stuck it in again, then on Shabbos it's perfectly permissible to take it out, put it back, no problem. But if you haven't done that before Shabbos, also it's forbidden, 
The reason being because, otherwise, since the earth is, you haven't really made a place yet for it, you haven't widened the opening, you're going to be moving the earth relatively directly, and the earth is obviously, it's a, it's a shayla of, um, of muksa. Um, Omar Shmuel said Shmuel, Hai sakino de urbe. Similarly, if you've got a knife which is stuck between the, the rows of, of uh, bricks and a wall. So that's where they used to just keep the knife. So dotsa sholfa vahoda dotsa. If you stuck it in, took it out, stuck it in again before Shabbos, sorry, you can take the knife in and out before Shabbos. And if not, also it's forbidden. Again, pashtas, because otherwise we're worried that you may come to move um, some of the earth between the bricks. And that is obviously is uh, once again will be a problem of muksa. There are there are others. Um, Tosfos earlier brought uh, Rishonim. We said the problem is because you're making a guma. The problem here is because you're making a guma, which is um, which is a problem of of a uh, of, uh, tekeya or baina. We'll just stick with with uh, Rashi for the time being, which is muksa. Mazutra um, v'itemer of Ashi. Mazutra and some series of Ashi. Omar who said bugurdisa dekani shaper domi. If you've got like a, it's lots of reeds of, of a decal, they grow out from one, like one uh, uh, trunk, loads of them, and they're packed very closely together. Tosa says, even if they're actually joined to the ground, I, if they're joined to the ground, you're not, you're not allowed to be mishamish per mechubar. And the answer is, we're talking about within three to four, you're, you're going to stick something in within three to four. So Sharpidom is perfectly fine to stick something in there and take things out. No problem there. Uh, we're not worried that you're going to be over on Mamachik because you're going to take off a peel and smoothen out. We're not worried about that. Yeah, you can put the knife in, take it out. That's perfectly fine. There, it doesn't say anything about dots of a hodo. You don't have to do that before Shabbos. So, Omri Ramodachai Rav. So, Ramodachai said to Rav, Mosir Rav Ketina to Yudh. The Rav Ketina asked the question on the above. We've learned, If a person, he takes his turnips, he wants to put them in the ground somewhere, just the Shmira or something like that, but not for planting. Not the Zria. So he takes his turnip or his radishes and he puts them under a vine. If some of the leaves are showing above the ground, then you don't have to worry. Top of No problem of kilayim, even though it's under a vine. There's no problem of shviyas if it's in shmitah. You don't have to worry about maisa that you're going to have to you have to take maisa from anything which which grows additionally. and you can take it out on shabbos. That's a question. How can you take it out on Shabbos? Why are we not worried you're going to be moving the earth? Which is either Moksa or it's because of because they're making a Gumal. So you have to say, because obviously it's Tiltam and Atzad. And therefore, it, since the earth is moving on its own, it's no problem. So who are they when it comes to the case of the Sli Kusta? Who are they when it comes to the case of this Sli Kusta? That's what Rashi says over here. Presumably, it's also a Tiyupta on the case of the Sakino de Bene Urbe. Presumably. Because Rashi does say earlier when, when he says, Mosir Rabbatina Tiyopta, Lahamach Rabbonon de Omri. Who are those Rabbonon? The Sikus was only Rabbona. So it must be, it's also going on the case of the, of the, um, Sakina de Bene Urve. As it happens, we're going to see it's not so poshut that uh, not everyone learns it's a Tiyopta on the case of Sakina de Bene Urve. Um, that's the, that's the Gemara. That's the Gemara as we have it. Now, says Tosfus, this case of the Tomin Lepas, in fact, before we go to Tosfos, just just Poshim Shatir, Rashi says, why do you need the leaves to be to be showing? So Rashi says it's only because of Shabbos. When it comes to other things, it's got nothing to do with whether the leaves are showing. The main point is, you didn't, you didn't do it as real, you just put them into the ground, just Tarat Mono, so there's no problem of Shmitah, there's no problem of, of, of uh, Kilayim, there's no problem of Maiseh. For Shabbos purposes, obviously, we need the leaves to be showing in order to be able to get at it, because otherwise you can't get, uh, you can't get at the leaves. Fine. 
However, Tosus brings from the Oroch, he has a slightly different girsa, not in Hoyom Mixas Odov Mugudim, rather in Hoyom Mixasom Mugudim. The Oroch learns that there's nothing to do with the leaves. Part of the, I don't know, call it a bulb, whatever it is, the plant itself has to be above ground. Once it's in the ground, then that's considered to be a proper zuria. We don't care what your kavana was, that's considered to be a proper zuria. Tosus challenges this because he says it's not a proper zuria. If it hasn't taken root, then, then, then it's not a proper zuria. Okay. That's the Machloikis Rashi and, and uh, Orochat Tzadam Nizgamara. Now, Tosfus is really coming off the previous Tosfus, but he already proves that it must be we're talking about where they haven't taken root. Because if they've taken root, how would you be able to take it out on Shabbos? So Elamai, we must be talking about where it hasn't taken root, which is particularly interesting. Because it's mashma that mitzvah, the other things, theoretically, it could have been talking about it's taken root. Even if it would have been taken root, no problem, I don't have to take my sir, not a problem with Kilaim, because soft got soft, my kavana wasn't physical. The only reason we can't be talking about this taken root is because of the case of Shabbos. And the MS, if you take a look at the run, the run says it's Mafurish. He says there will be a day, you know, when it comes to Kilaim, my sir and Shaviyas, even if it's taken root, we're not worried. Since he did, since the Hatzmona was, he did it, Shaloki Derech nothing to worry about. On the other hand, from the, that next thesis, which the, the first one I just quoted, but really the next one, there's what to be my iron, because from there, it's mashma that if it, if it did take root, even Tosus would, would be masking to the Oroch, even though your Kavona wasn't Israel, if it had taken root, it's mashma that it would be, well, that you, you could be Doche, it could be he's just saying, sort of, Lidvarecho, according to your words, Oroch, Kozman hasn't taken root, why is it Israel Ma'ura? But as far as I'm concerned, it goes after the Kavona. There's, there's, there's what to be done on the feed Tosus. Tosus then finishes off, and he says, the Dafka Nokat Hatoni. It's Dafka where you did it without Kavana Fizuria. Although the Miskavin and Etia, where you'd had Kavana and Etia, Cheshish Mishum Kulon. What's that Loshim Cheshish Mishum Kulon? So the Morgan Abraham understands it goes back on to Gomorrah, the, the case we have in the mission there, which says, if Mixal Solomon Gulim, Eno Cheshish, Lomishum Kilaim, Lomishum Shriyas, Lomishum Maisa. It's not about Shabbos. Shabbos is a different Loshim, and it's on a Shabbos. So it's Mashma from Tosfus, says the Morgan Abraham. That if you have Kavono Israel, then, even though it hasn't taken root, even though it hasn't taken root, if your Kavono was Israel, then already you've got a problem. For Maisa, for, for, for Shvius, and for Kilayim. Yeah? With Maisa, by the way, you may be thinking, well, what's, what's the, uh, what's, what, what, what are we talking about? We're talking about because things can actually add on, they can actually grow a little bit more, even without taking root, just from the, from moisture in the air. So, even if it hasn't taken root, but your kavona was Israel. The national when it comes to Shabbos, says the Morgan Abraham. Shabbos, it doesn't matter what your kavona was. Kol has not taken root, there's no Zerira, and you can take it out of the ground. Says the Morgan Abraham, and by the way, Rabbi Kivega backs it up. Rabbi Kivega backs it up from the next toast first. He brings it right. I don't think I'm going to, going to, going to go into the right again. Maybe, maybe we will soon, I'll see. Um, in fact, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it, because I'm not sure if I said it correctly in the shift. So I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna, gonna to quickly mention it. And that is that at the end of Tosfus Dibar HaMaskal Mixas, the last kasha, he asks a kasha on the Oruch. He asks a kasha on the Oruch. According to the Oruch, that the Mixas, this Mixas Magunim is going on all the cases, not just Shabbos. So what's the kasha of the Gemara? We say, how can Shmuel, Moshe, how can Shmuel say um, that high Sakino de Bene Urbe, the case of Sakino de Bene Urbe, how can Shmuel say that if you did, if you haven't stuck it in and out, in and out, that you, that you can't you can't put it uh, you can't use it on Shabbos? 
How can you say that, says the Gemara? Do you see over here with the, with the lepes? Yeah, you can, you can just take it out. Why can't we just say, you know what, this Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi. Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi, he holds that Tiltum and is not a problem. And in fact, as far as Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi is concerned, because you may see, yeah, but according to Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi, even if it's fully covered over, you're allowed to stick uh, uh, like a spindle in there and take it out. So it can't be Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi. No, because I'll say the reason why it says Miksas Mugulim is because of the other cases. Bishlom Alephi Rashi. According to Rashi, Miksas Mugulim can only be going on Shabbos. So it can't be Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi, because why do you need anything sticking out? It can be even under the ground. But according to the Oroch, this Miksas Mugulim is going on all the cases, or potentially is going on all the cases, so I could say, you know what, it's not going on Shabbos, it's going on the other three cases. Mitzvah Shabbos can even be in the ground, because it's Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi, in which case no cash on Shmuel, because Shmuel is going out there upon and said, Tiltman Atal is a problem. So Tosus answers, you know what, because it's Mashma that it's also going on Shabbos. It's Mashma that it's also going on Shabbos, because it, it, because it, it doesn't say Mufurush, when it's on him Shabbos, Afinu Mechosim. So it's when it's on him Shabbos, it's Mashma only when the leaves are sticking out. So therefore it can't be Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi. Asks, or when I say the leaves, it points to Oroch, a bit of the plant sticking out. Asked Rabbi Kiveger, still, I can still say it's going according to Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi. And I'll say, you know why you need a bit of it to be sticking out? Because once it's properly in the ground, according to the Oroch Shitta, once it's properly in the ground, that is the real. Okay, Toshis didn't like it because it hasn't taken root. But that is the real. It doesn't matter what your Kavona is. So that's why I need a bit of it to be sticking out. You right? So I need a little bit of it to be sticking out because of the, so it shouldn't be the real. And why are you allowed to take it out? Because that's Rabbi Ozzaman Tadoi. Rabbi Ozzaman Tadoi says, I'm not worried about Tiltum and Atzad. The Shmuel Paskins, we do worry about Tiltum and Atzad, so that's why he needs Dotta, you know, Shalfa Hoda Dotta. Says Rabbi Kibbeige, Elamah, you see from here that Shittas Tosfus must be, it must be, that Shitta of Tosfus is, that Kol Zaman, my Kavono, is, sorry, Kol Zaman, it has not taken root, even though, as I said, the Oroch Shitta was not like this, so that's, that's why I'm having problems with this, with this Rabbi Kibbeige. Kol Zaman, that it has not taken root, it must be Kol Zaman, it hasn't taken root, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, even if your Kavano was the shame Surya, who cares? If it hasn't taken root, the Gabi Shabbos, there's no, there's no problem. So that's why Tosfus says, according to Rabbi Lozman today, it could be Mamash Kavut. Because it doesn't matter if it's properly in the ground. If it hasn't taken root, that's not Zuria. So the, the, the only problem I'll just speak out, the problem I've got with this is, that the shit of the Oruch earlier, which Tosfus didn't like, and Tosfus is asking on the Oruch here, that's the problem. But the Oruch shit is that if it's in the ground, that is Kizriya. That is Kizriya. I'm not absolutely sure. But okay, this, this, is, this is what uh, Rabbi Kivega says, I'll call upon him. Bikitza, what we've seen is, according to the Morgan Abraham's Diok at least, Rabbi Kivega wants to back it up, it comes out, the shit has says, calls the man, it has not taken root, the Gabi Shabbos, doesn't matter what your Kavana was. Says the Morgan Abraham, and so too, seems to be the case, because we got a Gemara earlier on Daph Memhe, and it's passing the Shulchan Aruch, if you take Chitim, you put it in the ground, as long as it hasn't taken root, you can take them out, even though the Loshan is, Chitim Zoron Bekarkes, Mashman Hashim Zuriyo. Doesn't matter, you can, you, can, you can still take them out. So ask the Morgan Avron, in, in which case I don't understand why the Mechabe Paskin, why the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, it says, if you take a snow and you take a radish and you put it into the ground, Toman Boret, if he's Niskavi Nizriyo, you can't move it, even if it hasn't taken root. It says, I don't understand. But the Emma says, if you take a look at the Ram, the Rambam and others, it's Mavuah, Mavua clearly there, that according to them, once you have Kavon al you can't take it out on Shabbos, even if it has not taken root. 
And therefore, says the Mishnah Brura, don't move from the Pesach of the Shulchan Aruch. Once you've had Kavon of Israel, it's forbidden. Ah, you've got a problem with the case of Chitim Shezeron the Karaka? Then the Iri's already answered that. That's talking about when you put them in the ground, but you haven't even covered it over with earth. And a Hanami. If you do it the Shem Zeriah, but you don't even cover it with earth, then a Hanami, you can still take them out. But once you covered it with earth, it doesn't bother me whether it's taken root, you can't move it. But Emes, this Kasha of the Morgan Avram, more or less, the, the Darachamosh the Ramah already asks. Just he understood that Tosfus holds like the other Rishonim. Right? It's not just the, the Ran and Ramban. All of them hold that, what, what, uh, that once you put it in the Shem Zeriah, it's no good. So here it says, but I don't understand. It says the Darachamosh, but I don't understand. Because the, there's a Shul of the Gaidim which says, Chitim Shnizru, if they haven't taken root, you can take them out on Shabbos. This is the Kasha of the Darachim So it says the Avnei Neza, it's a bit of a paradise. Why is the Darachim quoting from the Shulas of the Gaidim? It's a Mephorosh Gemara. Chitim Shnizru, you should ask it from the Gemara. He says, Kadesh Shulah, the Shabi, Rabban Shul Yisrael, Toya, we have to answer this one. And he says, you have to understand. The reason why we allow you to take right, right? I have Kavon of the Shem Zeriah. So how are you allowed to take it out? The answer is because my Machshava now comes and uproot, or my Maiseh comes and uproot my original Machshava, the Mafreya, which was the Shem Zeriah. But I could say that is only if the same person who planted it, the one who had the Machshava to start with, he's the one who takes it out. So he can uproot his own Machshava. And I'll tell you, that's what, that's what, uh, that's what the Gemara over there means. Chetim Shezeron Bekarka means when the, that's the notion, Shezeron, that he plants them in the ground, Mutter is out he is Mutter to move them. Because he's the one who plants it, he's the one who has the Machshova, he can change his Machshova to Machreya. But, when Tosfus and the other Hashemim say, no, once you have Machshova, it's no good, they're talking about when somebody else wants to take it out. On that, the Dark Moshe says, but in the Tshumas of the Goyim, it's Mashman, not like that. Because the Tshubas of the Goyen of the Roshan is, Chitim Shenizru Uba'orat. They were sown in the ground. Mashmah, somebody else sowed them in the ground. Even in such a case, I'm allowed to take them out. That's the Kasha of the Dark Kamosha. Beautiful Chaf of the, of the, of the Egretel. The Mishnah Guru just mentions a couple of, uh, of a, couple, a couple of points. Number one, Mishnah, the Market Mishnah. Dafka, when the, when the, the leaves are, are sort of are uncovered, can you take it out of the ground? But you would not be allowed to, to put like a needle or spindle in to take it out. The reason is, because that is going to be making like a gummel. That's the problem. That, that's why we don't allow it. Yesh Mekidim, Gambozai says. Another thing the Mishnah Bura says is, B'Shem Da'achronim, this whole Allah, you're allowed to take the lepers out, there's Dafka when he's tomnon, if he did that, if he put it in the field, then you're allowed to t- take them out. But if you did it in the house, or in the chotzer, or somewhere like that, that's more problematic, because that's problematic, because we're worried you may come to even out the ground. So you're not allowed to do it there. Um... The Ramal, the Ramal says, even if you plan to leave, to leave the, uh, when you suck it into the ground, this the left or whatever it is, you plan to leave it there the whole of Shabbos, it's still mutter, we don't say that it's going to become a bosses. And as the Mishnah Brewer explains from the Achronim, that it's not a din in Oichlin, as it sounds like from the Ramal, the Pshat is because, remember the way bosses works, is that the, the, the non-mux item is serving the mux item. Here it's the other way around, the earth is serving the, the food, and therefore it doesn't become a bosses, and you can take it out. There is a little bit more in that Tosfus to our Mask on the Nick's house, but we're not going to go into that now. Just to take out one look at it from that Tosfus is that it's Mavur from the part of Tosfus we, we quoted earlier, that Tosfus understands that this Tiyukta, right, goes back also on the case of Sakina to Bene Urbe, it goes on that case as well. 
and the MS, and therefore we don't pass in, uh, like, we, we pass in even in the case of Sakina de Bene Urbe, that you don't need to be Dotsa, Shalva, Bahada Dotsa, you don't need to do that. Um, and that's the way the Rif and the Rosh also pass in. However, from the Trumas Adeshin, it's Mashman not like that. Because he brings from a Mordechai later on, just very briefly, says if you've got a knife stuck into a barrel, you can take it out and put it back in. Why? Because his Kavana is not to make Lohosif to make a bigger hole. And he bring, the Mordechai brings a Raya from the case of Sakino de Bene Urbe. The dots are the shot of the dots are shari. Right? So then the Trumasadashan writes that the case of the Sakin, Lichaira, that the Mordechai was talking about, must be talking about where you put it in and out and in before Shabbos. Because otherwise, what's the Raya from the case of Sakino de Bene Urbe? Now, that's a bit of a para, because I thought in the case of Sakina de Bene Urbe, we said that there's a Tiyotah. And therefore, in the case of Sakina de Bene Urbe, you don't have to stick it in and out, in and out. And therefore, the Mordecai as well, also, in the case of the Barrow, shouldn't have to stick it in and out. The Emma's the base Yosef already is more this. He says, look, the, the Mordecai doesn't mean to say, therefore, you have to stick it in and out. He's just writing the beginning of the Sugi, and that's good enough. And you should know from there that just like in the case of Sakina de Bene Urbe, you don't have to stick it in, in and out, so to with the Barrow. And the Emerson, and the Ha'oris and the Trumasadash, and they point out the Rav Yor, which seems to be the place where the Mordechai took this halacha from, it actually quotes the end of the Gemara, Dain of the Tiyotah. Um, in terms of how the Trumasadash understood that, if the Tiyotah is not going in, why not? So the Beis Yosef says it could be that he understood, could be he understood that the, the, um, the, the reason of Sakina de Bene is not because of the moving of the earth, it's because of you're making a bigger guma, right? Which has got nothing to do with the case of the leftist, in which case the Tiyotu would not, it would only be going on the case of the Slikosta. That's what he says, possibly. Anyway, the Trumas Adashan finishes off, and he says, this is his maskama. If you've got a, a, a knife stuck into a wall which is joined to the ground, then there's psik ratio. If you were to take it out, stick it in, would be psik ratio, I mean, it's a derise of Turkeya, which is a total doina, and therefore, in that case, we definitely need dots of a hold of cholpa, etc. But that's only, he says, with a wool made of wood. But if it's Bene Urbe, then it's not always a problem because sometimes all you're doing is you're just separating the bricks more from one another. It's not Guf Echod, um, and there wouldn't be Shaykh Kedeat there. No, there'd be a, uh, there'd be a Shaila maybe of, of uh, Harchobas Guma, he said, but it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be Askefer. And he says, since, then he says, since the Oyam has already been knowing, to forbid one to take this, the, the knife out of the wall, Yishlomu Lekayim Esamina. That's what he says. And that's the way it's passing the Shulchan Aruch. If it's stuck into a wall of wood, again he says wood, and it's joined to the ground, you can't take it out, and that's thoughts of before, you know, before Shabbos. And the Mishra Barua points out again, Dafk if it's made of wood. If it's a, if it's a, if it's a case made of bricks, many times they're not even with one another, it's not really good effort, and then it can actually be mutter to take it out even if blow dots it. Fine. Um, yeah, the Trumas Adeshan then finally finishes off. He says, but if the, 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 the knife is stuck in something which is tall, something disconnected from the ground, like a bench, he says, I don't see any reason why, or any svara to be machmir on, uh, and, uh, and he says, anyone who is machmir is mafriz amadoso. Says the base Yosef, I don't understand. But the, but the Trumas Adesh was the very one who started out by saying that the Chobis, you do need to, the problem of Asiyah's Pesach, and therefore you do need to stick it in and out beforehand. What's going on over here? Even so, the Mechaba says, he takes it, so he takes it at face value, and he says, if that's the, the Trumas Adesh and Tamas 
if the if the, the knife is stuck into a barrel, it's much to take it out. You have to say, because his kavon is not to make a bigger pesach. That's what you have to say. Says the Dark Moshe, then it's the base Yosef is the pella. Because there's a big difference. In the case of the barrel, of course there's, a, there's an Issa. There's an Issa to our I'm making a Pesach. No, you're not, it's not Pesach for half to bring things in and out. So it's still awesome to our But I'll propose there's an Issa to our So of course it's forbidden unless you stuck it in and out before Shabbos. Because you're making a bigger Pesach. Masha in came when he's talking about any other movable objects like a bench. Well, there's no Issa of Asiyah's Pesach because it's not a clean. There's no Issa of Kedeah because Boina doesn't apply, generally speaking, to things which are disconnected from the ground. So that's where he says, anyone who's mafri is mafri is amidizim. It's a din dafke in chobis. And therefore says the Ramor, when it comes to chobis, it's dafke if dots of a shop of a hod of dots of. Says in the Mishnah Bura, it comes out according to the Machaber, that psik resha in a drabono, a chobis, it's psik resha. Yeah? But you didn't have kavono to make a bigger pencil, it's still psik resha, because you haven't been dots of the, the shop it's mota. Whereas according to the Ramor, psik resha in a drabono is also. Now, legabi this din of psik resha in a drabono, the Mogin Avron, the Rabba, the, the Gro, the Rabbi Kiva Ege, they all say Psikresha is Taka like the Ramah, is also even in a, a Durabono. However, in this one particular shade of the Chobis, the Mogin Avron and the Gon, they both say Medina, you should know, even in the wall. Even the wall, which is a shade of Issa since you don't need the Gumma, you don't need it, so it's Malach Shein Asrich and it's Makalkel, and it's Kilachayad, so, because it happens, it's all, it's Mimela, just the Olam is Noik Isur, so therefore, because it looks like you're making a hole in the wall, so that's why we have to be mafnim. Yeah? But the Gabi, the, and the Taz as well, you should know the Taz, he says, he would, he doesn't have the curve to be making the negative trauma session, the Shukhan Aruch and the Ramon. But, Be'etem then, the Rabbah also, they all pile on with this, they say Be'etem, it should be mutter even with the, even with the wall. When it comes to the Chobits, where the whole Isur is only Drabonon anyway, because you're not making a Pesach, Lahafnis, Lahoti, and it's right, there you could definitely be so made on uh, the spe- on um, when it's a Sarah of Golden, you can rely on the on the Machaber and you can take the knife out. Right, you can take the knife out and it says the Bihalok, but you should know when it comes to the wall, even if you want to be making even if we would be making with the wall, that would only be to take it out. But to stick it in where you're doing Biodayim, you're making a, a crack in the wall, that is definitely going to be problematic unless you've taken it in and out before showers. There's obviously there's more to discuss in this. We've already had yet again another marathon, uh, another marathon run on this. But uh, as Hashem, when we come to today's program, we'll probably come back to this Trumas Hadesha and Mordechai, so a good chance we'll come back to it and speak more about it then.